What's up? What's up? It is episode, oh god, 98 of Clash. Sibling Rivalry Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Night Hoot, and with me as always is... Your boy, Tesla. What's good? Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Oh, the weight of 98 episodes on my back is just so heavy. That's a lot of episodes. It's it's such a burden. Even if we split it in half, you know, it's still pretty heavy. This is the longest I've ever committed to something. (laughs) This is the longest I've committed to something without payment. That's, yeah, that's also true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But y'all, welcome to episode 98. We got quite a show for you. We're in the midst of E3. My arm Ooh. feels like it's about to fall off. I got a COVID shot. Let's go. Let's get into it. Uh, <laughs> that was ra- that always, was a random fun fact. <laughs> my arm hurts so bad. <laughs> nah, I know what you mean. <laughs> like, I feel like it's going to fall bat. off my body. Like somebody took a baseball bat to the side yes! of the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> so my friend uh, who had to get a COVID shot literally the day after I did, he's mm-hmm. just like, so how you feeling? And I was like, I felt great. For the first two hours, and then after that, I felt a little queasy, and then yeah. that passed, and then after that, it felt like someone had just rocked my yeah. shoulder. Like yep. somebody had just like saved up that punch, and they were going for the high score on the machine. <laughs> I was like, All oh. knuckle. And so, like, yeah, it just started to like ache a little bit, and then after a while, it just felt like it felt like there should be like a huge bruise there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like I can still move, you know. It feels like you kind of like it feels like you worked out a little too hard on one arm. Um, yeah, I had the same and, side effect too, the exact same. Oh, thing. you did? Okay, yeah, I had a sore I was shoulder. Like, I was like, I don't remember Tiz saying that he felt like this. Mm-hmm. I um, couldn't lift my arm above my like. Definitely not above my head, but I couldn't even lift it like above my shoulder level. You know, what oh, I mean? wow. like I can do that, but it, it, it hurts hurt. to do it. But I yeah. can do it. I would have and to that's force the, it. Yeah. Just a PSA for you guys: the 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 pharmacist that gave me the the vaccine was like, just keep moving your arm. Like he told me, some lady like I didn't get no tips. House. Oh really? No, they're just like you. You may have some side effects. Your arm might be sore. You might get flu-like symptoms. Okay, wait here for fifteen minutes. Oh no, that reminds me. Hold on, I'm gonna grab my water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was another thing. They were like, "Grab your, make sure you're keeping hydrated." They didn't say that to me either. <laughs> <laughs> they said you no, can take a thing- Tylenol if you want, but you probably shouldn't. Uh, just they're like, tough it out if you can. <laughs> you know, I would say like, the right. only thing that really affected me was, uh, see, okay, you say that now. I'm about to go off on a whole nother tangent. Here's a pamphlet. Because. <laughs> The guy, he's saying something about, uh, it's still in phase three as he's, like, sticking the needle in my arm. And I'm what? like, oh, that's great. Um, what? You want to finish that before you poke me? Um, but, yeah, so. That's insane. Our, then our mother is, like, just take a Tylenol, you know. And then, I, yeah, I'm reading. I'm like, because I ran out of Tylenol, but my yeah. arm started hurting again. And I'm like, can I take pain relievers online? And then, of course, there's this long-ass article that never answers yeah. my question throughout the article. I just didn't And then it, it was like. It was like you should maybe probably not. Yeah. And I took two so I took two Tylenol yesterday and I literally felt them wear off like over the course of four hours. Oh wow. Um so I know it's out of my system, but I'm just like, yeah, I haven't taken another one again because I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to risk uh, I, like I saw stuff that said it, it was up. fine and I saw the opposite, so it's like who knows what's 
yeah like i saw one that was like definitely don't take it before uh but you can kind of take it after after yeah so yeah um yeah yeah that's where we are with that uh but yeah i I don't feel like my heart's gonna explode or anything just kidding um cool i feel like i have a new layer of armor over my body for the world i don't i feel like someone has chipped away at my natural system (laughs) they've invaded you but yeah so on top of my arm hurting i already had like some back pain in that near that area so it's like arm pain on top of back pain can't delineate anymore which pain is which can't take medicine for the back pain do they have a do they have a vaccine episode of um cells at work black um no because they never uh at least to the episodes that i've seen they had never dealt with like anything beyond like a bacterial infection outside Uh, of cancer uh, like they did do a virus but it wasn't like a virus that you get inoculated for okay so um, i just think that would be cool on that show well, I was like, there was an episode where you see the needle, and the needle is huge yeah. from their perspective. <laughs> and then, like, something comes through in through the needle because uh, the person did have to get a shot for something. Okay, um, I but forget. it was like it was like forgot. a weird. I think that was the one where like the robot came in through the needle, and the robot just came in and just like obliterated Started killing everything. everything. <laughs> yeah, it was like a robot with like a laser for a head. <laughs> and think of think of like the guardian from uh, uh, Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> it was like that kind of like railgun laser yeah, situation. Laser and just, yeah, that's hilarious. and it was just like indiscriminately murdering bacteria. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that makes sense. That's where I'm starting out. So if I sound like I'm falling over, guys, or sound like I'm in pain, that's why because I'm just my body is just fighting everything yeah. right now. Um, but yeah. So uh, if you did your social duty, um, and not to be political. <laughs> but suffered like the rest of us and got your covid shot uh-huh. uh yeah props to you yeah. uh if you didn't yet that's totally your choice and i you know that's cool you too. exposed not me <laughs> <laughs> i don't even feel like that like i literally just did it because i was like I'm, i feel like i'm about to walk into a lot of like situations with people i don't know yeah and people are never crowding met again. before yeah people yeah, are crowding so again. i just want to be careful people are crowding and again. i'm probably still gonna wear a mask because i just like wearing masks now I feel That's like people, some state. people look at you weird if you don't too. So like I kind of, and well, I like I like I've being incognito. I, well, I'm like people. That's me. That's why I'm like I like keeping my face half my face covered. But mm-hmm. um, like it seems like people are starting to like unmask. Yes, restaurants. Restaurants here aren't like like you go through the Chick Fil A drive through. Nobody has a mask on. Um, stuff like that. So yeah. So yeah, we um. For those, uh, yeah, so if you're suffering like me, you could, you know, you could tweet at us, share, share what you did, you know, did you ice pack? I feel like an ice pack would be safe. Yeah. Uh, but you can tweet at us at srclash underscore pod. I just you play video games. <laughs> at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. And share, share your painful shot stories with us. Um, but Ty, Tiz and I are, are in a rare uh, situation where neither of us had chicken pox. So we both had to get the chicken pox vaccine. I got mm-hmm. it twice. Explain that Why? to me. Okay. By accident? Because I got it. No, no, no. I got it once um, when I was of age. And then for some reason, when it was time for you to get it, I also got it again. <laughs> and I don't know why that happened. 
<laughs> Yo, you're double immune. What you mean? It's disgusting. No, it just means like I'm gonna I'm gonna get like super pox when I'm like sixty five or some shit. You're gonna grow chicken wings from your back. It's like, you don't have chicken pox, you have T Rex pox. You're gonna actually grow feathers. <laughs> <laughs> that would be insane. But yeah, so you know, let's get into episode ninety eight. Uh what did you do with your week? Uh so I don't really have a whole lot new. Um, just because there wasn't, there wasn't really a whole lot new going on. I don't feel like other than E3, which I obviously watched a lot of that, but we're going to talk about that later. Um, so I did play a new game, a new game launched, um, here in the West called, uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis. Um, Fantasy Star Online 2 was an older game. It was an older game that was up until like, I think 2019 or 2020, it was only available in the East, in Japan. <clears throat> and um, it's this kind of like anime, futuristic anime MMO, basically. Um, and in last year, 2020 or 2019, it came over to the West. It got a, a Western release or a, gl- a global release, really. It came into a bunch of different countries. Um, and so I, I dabbled with it a little bit back then, but it was still kind of like an old game back then like it still felt like the game that came out like it came out in like i want to say like the mid 2000s or something like that like it's a pretty old game and it looks pretty old um Mm -hmm. but it still looked fun to play so like that's why i wanted to try it out but then they shortly after they announced this kind of expansion re remake overhaul update thing um for the game where they basically revamped all the graphics they changed the game into an open world game like there's no load times in between like cities and and the open world um they added you know new content um stuff like that basically uh uh, there's just this giant overhaul of the entire game um and the whole game is still free to play um so i ended up downloading that on my pc and playing that a little bit and it's got a really it's one of the very 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 few mmos that has a really good like controller support because it's like Mm -hmm. most of the player probably a lot of the player base is on xbox too um because it's crossplay with xbox um so i just use an xbox controller for it and it's i find it very convenient so i've just kind of been playing that i haven't gotten super far into it uh it's pretty typical mmo uh what's cool about it though is that it's like more actiony so it's not like the whole like click on something and then like click a button um you still do have those like action buttons or whatever but like i play like a gunner for example and it's you have like this machine gun and it basically feels like you're playing like a third person shooter like i don't know like i can't of course i can't think of it like vanquish or something like that but without all the obviously without all the sliding and dashing and stuff but it's got that kind of like movement and shooting type of feel um and it does have pretty fun, like, just movement and traversal in general. Like, the game's pretty fast. Like, um, there's, like, double and triple jumps, gliding and all this other stuff, dashes and all this stuff. Um, so it's very action-centric, um, which I think makes it fun. When when you do a game like that well, um, like, because it, it's responsive, too, it doesn't feel like, um, because you would think online maybe latency, it doesn't feel, like, laggy or anything. It's pretty snappy, so it feels like a... A pretty good action game on its own um so i just been playing through that and and having a good time with it and the other thing was a movie that i watched but i'll wait until you bring it up um before i talk about that but yeah that's oh, okay that's pretty much it for me uh what nice. about you 
Um, I also played some stuff. I didn't put it on here because it's it's nothing new. I just um I opened up uh Resident Evil Three again because I forgot that I had unlocked some uh in game stuff that you get to try when you go back through. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went and got back. They have like the hot dogger, which is the the what? fire bleed. So your knife is just like perpetually like a red hot bleed. Um, and <laughs> what is hilarious about it, so, um, you get the stuff as soon as you hit the inventory case in the game, the first time you hit it, it, the, all that stuff is in there that you've unlocked. Mm-hmm. And so I pull, I switched the regular knife for the hot dogger. And it's like, when you, um, it's go to stab, man. it's hilarious. When you go to stab the zombie, it's like, she does this quick jabbing motion. And when you hit when you hit the zombie, you make contact, it makes this small explosion sound. Mm. So it's just like, (laughs) and it's just like uh, (laughs) flame shooting out. And eventually like the zombie just catches flames and like, he'll just eventually die from being set on fire. Oh my God. Um, But yeah, they also, it's very strange because uh, that game progresses in a way where you're in the first area for a very long time because it passed you in a way that you get like a bolt cutter which unlocks an area which then unlocks like a lock pick which then lets you unlock a bunch of lockers you passed like running around the whole time Mm -hmm. but when you finish the end game like i did and you get the challenge points unlocked i got the uh lock pick from the start of the game i also got the bolt cutters from the start of the game Mm -hmm. so it completely changes your pathing Mm -hmm. because you can now unlock things like way earlier than you could um when you play the game okay uh regularly so that's that's what i was just kind of playing that before the podcast just to see what it felt like see if i felt like op if i could just jump into like hard mode um and handle that um so yeah it's been pretty interesting um but yeah, the hot dogger is like the most hilarious the part of dogger. it so far. Because you're just like... That was nuts. <laughs> blowing stuff up with a yeah. knife. It's so weird. <laughs> um, and then uh, the other thing that I did was I went back and I watched some older anime. Hey. Um, not too old. I would say like mid-2000s. One Piece? Sorry, no. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, why are you going to say that when you get see the agenda? <laughs> but... Um, I watched uh, this one anime. I think it actually aired on Adult Swim a few years ago. Because mm-hmm. I remember, like, I don't have cable, but I came across, like, Adult Swim live on the internet. And I think it was, like, one of the anime that aired on Toonami. But it was called Kikaishi. K E K K A I S H I. Oh, this looks super vaguely familiar. <laughs> it probably uh, was on Toonami. But yeah, Kakaishi uh, is one of those like uh, yokai of the week, like exorcism type animes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually, I think I remember this one because when I was back when I was still watching Full Metal Alchemist after I finished it, uh, this was one of the ones that came up as a recommendation to watch um, as being similar to Full Metal Alchemist, I guess, in like uh, the, the fantasy genre of um magic and all that kind of stuff i guess if you want to put it that way yeah and so this character is uh kakaishi is interesting to me because it a little bit of a shonen um but it's also like the monster of the week like i said um but it's got weird bits of like what i feel like is like real comedy like Mm -hmm. comedy 
based on like how you would really react to the situation okay um because we know how shonen protagonists would act yeah. in situations right but it's like most of the time that's not what a normal person would do mm-hmm. and it's like this guy's like more like a normal person than he is a, sh- a shonen hero gotcha um but i'm forgetting his name uh because like i'm thinking of the other main character of the other anime Yashimura. i talk about is that what it is i don't know i'm just reading it off of the synopsis oh okay Yashi. But i'm this- assuming that's him you have the main boy character and then there's kind of a like kind of a main girl character also um uh with her name is uh tomine i remember her name because he says it all the time Mm. but he is raised by his grandfather father and then he also has like a younger brother and he was born with this special mark on him uh it's literally just a a a square in the palm of his hand um that means that he's gonna be the uh possessor of their family like duties and powers right okay so this anime starts out with his grandfather training him um to to inherit these kakaishi powers Mm -hmm. which are essentially powers that they are given to protect this source it's like it's hard to explain but it's like it's this source of energy that is emanating from underneath this old school building right Mm -hmm. and they are essentially like the gatekeepers between the demon realm and the human realm and so all these demons are attracted to this energy site because it's like once they get in proximity of it they Mm -hmm. can like get real big and buff and they become like real powerful because they're like feeding off of the energy right so uh kakaishi i'm just gonna call him kakaishi because his name but kakaishi and girl kakaishi are actors essentially of this this area right Mm -hmm. So the one thing that's interesting about this anime is that when battles happen, <laughs> it's this weird game of like, uh, the demon has is play like the demon comes in like real weak and small, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're playing this talking game of like, I got I'm gonna keep the main character distracted. I gotta drag this until out. I get yeah until I get real big and buff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like every episode is like this demon coming in and being like, uh, you shouldn't kill me. I'm not really evil. Cause some, cause some, uh, I think they call him Ayakashi. I think yeah. instead of demons, they call him Ayakashi, but some Ayakashi are not evil, but the Kakaishi master always has to trap them first mm. and then determine whether they are evil or not. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of like there's always a moment of hesitation where okay. the demon usually ends up tricking <laughs> them into long enough. Uh, yeah. And so the girl character in this, uh, there is that little bit of like romantic comedy, like back and forth of like he is like into her. Right. But he's mm-hmm. awkward about it. But she does not really return that. She's like two years older than him. Yeah. So it's not a whole lot of like sappy, um, like uh romantic stuff because it's like she's like kind of like takes her job seriously okay Um, so she's usually the one that comes in and is like look just trap him kill him get him out of here uh because that's what we're supposed to do like why are you talking to them stop talking to them so usually she's coming in behind him and she's like can you stop talking to them yeah (laughs) she's like just do the job gets angry um 
yeah like she'll get she gets mad at him because they show like one of the first episodes is like when they're very young so he's like a third grader and she's a fifth grader and they're out training and she gets kind of badly wounded on her arm because of a mistake that he makes Mm. so like episode two they fast forward to the future where his whole driving force is protecting her because he failed at protecting her that one time okay so that's kind of like his shown in like driving forces that like i don't want to be weak because i don't want her to have to step in protect me all the time Mm -hmm. and her thing with him is that she he has such sheer power um because they do this they have these things they say they say like metu ketu and that form that creates like these forms that actually trap the demons okay and he has so much raw power but he has no discipline okay so like he can make these insanely huge uh kakaishi boxes to trap the demons but he has he doesn't have the ability to aim and he has terrible accuracy (laughs) oh he can't control it yeah and he uses too much power like early on so it's like if they have a long drawn out battle like he's he's fucked by the middle of it because he's used up so much power at the beginning right um so she's kind of like his disciplinary uh like character like uh you know feedback kind of character right 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 keeps so yeah so they have they yeah they have a good banter he the character gets me because his relationship with his grandfather is hilarious. Um, the grandpa is like very like disciplinary with him, like, and he's one of those like short, like crazy ranting grandfathers. He's always screaming. <laughs> yeah. Um. He has like uh. He has like uh. Doctor Wiley hair. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> um. And yeah, he just like he he'll come in screaming like he's like you're so lazy why you're still sleeping and it's funny because when he's little the grandpa will just run in and like bash him on the head to wake him up. Jeez. And as he's gotten older, he's used these Kakaishi boxes to defend mm-hmm. himself. So they flash forward and like when the grandpa's coming in to scream at him and wake him up, he's yeah. he's uh he's summoned a Kakaishi box around himself. Oh. <laughs> so the grandpa just like smacks into it. <laughs> That's funny. And he's like, How dare you use the family powers against me? <laughs> And then, in, like, when they're eating breakfast, the grandpa's, like, eating a whole bunch of food, and he's, like, he makes a kakaishi box around his food so the grandpa can't eat the food. Yo, what? <laughs> and he's, like, how dare you keep me from eating the food that I provide for you? That's insane. Oh, <laughs> and gosh. so, and then, like, the dad, the dad is, like, a mom. Mm. Um, He just sits he's at the not- table wearing, like, an apron, like, mm-hmm. a frilly apron and reading books. <laughs> and like he just makes like random comments from time to time because uh the main character alongside wanting to be this type of demon slayer master exorcist guy he also just wants to bake like the world's best cake what <laughs> so his father encourages him on that side of his life like he's like don't give up on your dream of baking this cake like that's still a valid <laughs> dream so just that's, like his, hobby. his dad is kind of a mom yeah, yeah i got um, you and then his little brother is just this, like, very neat, very polite, very on time, very disciplined, like, little boy. Mm-hmm. He does, he's not inheriting the power, so he's just, like, a normal kid. Okay. Um, but he's much more um, mature than his older brother. Right. Because somebody, like, came over and they were like, oh, yeah, I met your older brother. He's like, older brother? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I think they mean his little Younger brother. Younger brother, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, there's one time the dad's, like, supposed to pick him up and he sends the little brother to pick him up because he's busy and so he's like he's like i could have walked home on my own and he's like no dad sent me instead jeez oh my gosh <laughs> to keep you out of trouble so yeah. 
and then so they have that on that side and then the girl's house is weird because uh she it's like her her mother and her grandmother so it's like there's no men on her side and there's no women on his side which is very strange um but they're both they're like rival families so the grandma and the grandpa fight all the time it's hilarious because they fist fight Mm -hmm. like they get out in the street and they box yeah um so that's hilarious and they fight um but yeah overall it's just been a pretty funny show there's like 52 episodes i think okay um and it was all on hulu so and i'm sure there's probably a dub somewhere because if it was on adult swim it was probably dubbed yeah um i would imagine so yeah i recommend that if you're just looking for a chill anime to watch because no real like um there's some mysteries you know with like the the families and stuff and like the power being passed down and like um certain demons have some conflicts with the family so mm. there's some of that stuff there but o- overall it's more i would say it's more lighthearted than most of the stuff that we usually cover okay um so i would just say it's just like a good fun watch if you're like looking for something that's done to gotcha. kind of just watch gotcha gotcha uh and then not to take up too much time the other thing that i watched was uh Tor- uh ushio and tora um mm-hmm. which i've talked about before and i've watched before but i've never made it this far and i'm trying to finish it this That's time anime yeah okay and just again so it's funny you know how you you go away from something and then you see something else later and it relates back to something you saw before mm-hmm. so the first time i watched Ush- ushio and tora Mappa wasn't blowing up like they was blowing up, right? Oh, this is a Mappa uh, anime. <laughs> this is a Mappa okay. uh, uh, work of art. And now that I'm watching it, having that knowledge, now I'm you like, okay, that explains why this the animation quality of this at times is insanely high. Interesting. And I'm like, there are moments where this character, like, they do move body movements that are so, like, weird and quick, but they're so clean and crisp at the same time. Yeah. Um, and I think this anime came out... Kikaishi came out in 2009, I think, and then Ushio and Tora came out in um, 2015. This looks kind of um, cool. But, yeah, Ushio and Tora, like... Uh, so Ushio is... If I haven't described this before, if I have, guys, I'm sorry. I'll just say briefly. Ushio is the inheritor of the beast spear. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a weapon that was like essentially just created to like slay all demons everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like hidden under his house. Um, it, because the last person to wield it, uh, pinned uh one of the most terrifying demons at the time, who is Tora. Uh, mm-hmm. his name is like uh his name is like Naruto Narutobi Maru is his full name, but he goes by Tora now. But he was like the most like Feared like demon deadly ever. demon at the time. Yeah, right. And so the spear bearer at the time killed him, pinned him there, um, and he's been stuck there essentially for 500 years until Ushio's dumbass falls down the steps and finds him. <laughs> um, so Ushio wait, but he needed the be... spear, right? Well, Ushio, like at the when Ushio falls down there, I think Tora and the spear look like a statue to him, right? Okay. Like they're frozen, and so when he touches the spear, it comes loose and it releases Tora. Gotcha. Uh, so Tora once tora just essentially wants to eat the spear bearer he wants to kill the spear bearer yeah um but he can't (laughs) because ushio when ushio is in danger he does like this weird wicked like transformation into like this half demon form yeah um and like basically the spear like takes over his body and he becomes like this murderous force interesting 
So um, whenever like a demon's presence is around, like Ushio would kind of just transform. It's like he doesn't have a whole lot of control over it. Okay. Um, other than that, like he can kind of get in and out of situations, but like pretty much he transforms if a demon is nearby. Period. Okay, gotcha. Um, and then Tora, Tora is like madly strong, um, and he's doing that demon thing of like I don't, I'm gonna stay around and until fight I can with kill you. you. <laughs> exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah that shit where he's just like i want to be the one to kill you i'm not letting anyone else kill you yeah. and then like yeah because they recently had an episode where they're like all the demons were confronting him because they're like yo why are you not killing this dude yeah. this is crazy and he's just like he basically got beat down to the point where he was just like look i haven't had this much fun <laughs> yeah since when i've been hanging with this kid and we've had awesome fights they fight so leave everything. me alone and yeah. so yeah so he like turns on the demons because he's just like i'm doing whatever i want like i don't work for you guys right um so but yeah it's also ujo and tora is like a little bit more gangster than kakaishi okay. um it's a little <laughs> bit more fun it's a little bit more dark there's more blood yeah um and so it's just a little bit more edgy. Um, and yeah, the animation is like really on point. Um, I recommend like if you start it, at least watch until I think it's episode four. There's an episode about an airplane. Mm -hmm. At least watch until that episode because that episode is insane. And that's what okay. made me like stick to stick with this series. Um, this one sounds sounds really cool. But yeah, I, cool I don't know if there's a dub for Ushio and Tora, but there uh, is. it is also on Hulu. Oh, there is? There is indeed. Oh, snap all right there yeah check that indeed, out yeah. be careful though because there is an older ova of lucio and tor it's not the same thing as the series how many episodes 13? 39 oh no so you OVA. might be you might be looking at the ova okay yeah so you the episode the series is 39 episodes in total i i believe okay I'll, I'll figure it out but i mean i'm i'm gonna check out the ova because now i'm curious about it yeah uh what since i'm watching the anime because i but... see a separate ova here too which is 10 okay. episodes so i don't know what this 13 maybe this is just part one or something i don't know okay yeah I'll maybe they it seasoned it out yeah. but yeah other than that uh other than those two anime i watched another anime which doesn't feel like an anime is called trace on mm. netflix don't have a bunch of feelings about it right now but other than that it it is like it seems to be like a very uh straightly played uh noir supernatural detective series is mm. what it like that's what it feels like yeah. um feels like hellboy without the comedy a little bit um so i'll leave that there for now okay um that's on netflix uh, until I finish it, and then I'll give a better feelings about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, Tiz brought this up. Uh, we both saw The Conjuring. Yeah. Uh, I am a fan of The Conjuring series. Not the spinoffs, just the main series. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was kind of excited to watch this movie, but um, I, I have made very, very heavily mixed feelings about it. But I want to hear what you thought of it. I thought it was mid. Yeah thought it was mid um the main reason i thought it was mid i just didn't think anything it seemed very like and this it's not just this movie it seems like a lot of horror movies nowadays for me they're mm -hmm. just very like they're not doing anything that i feel is really original i guess like this movie literally just felt like like i like, I hate when you start watching a movie and you can call what the movie's going to be about in the first, like, however many minutes. You know what I mean? Like, right. I felt with this movie at a certain point, I was like, oh, so it's just going to be this dude accidentally almost killing people the whole movie. 
Oh, well. <laughs> and well, that's basically kind of what even, it was. And they even did it, I think, purposely. Well, it was purposely, but I think they messed it up a little bit by doing the thing where they showed you the end. Mm. And then they went back. Okay. And it's yeah. like, I'm not interested in about how we got here. It's right. like, I want the buildup of the suspense of the dread. I right. don't want the, like, don't show me the, the end game already. The climax, yeah. Don't show me the climax yeah. of the movie at the beginning. <laughs> so they did that in the movie, and I was like, that's where I was like, ooh, that I don't wasn't a great movie, think yeah. you should do this in a horror movie. Because um, it's like, the suspense has to lead up to something. So if you already know yeah. what the suspense is leading up to, it's not suspenseful. And there are those movies that, like, so there are, like, I think Annabelle did it where they showed the, like, it's like when the, in these horror movies like this where it's something ritualistic is happening, mm-hmm. um, it's like they showed the family where it's like a girl had this doll and then she murdered all these people in the house and we saw like oh the occult people died in a cult it was like a news report at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. and then by the end of the movie the main characters die just like the people that we saw at the beginning right but this movie they showed the exact same characters we were going to watch the whole movie and right. what they went through they showed that ending and right. then rewound it and so yeah. i'm like that's where i'm like it doesn't work yeah um, i agree but yeah, my biggest complaint, I think, was just that I get that the whole thing kind of with The Conjuring is that it's based on Ed and Lorraine Warren, mm-hmm. um, and it's based on real uh, interactions that they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think this movie went a little too heavy into the realism. What um, do you mean by that? So the one, I, the thing that made the first two movies good because the first one is very good. The second one is still, I think, pretty solid. Real is quick, that... so I have, a, I have a theory that I'm going to say after this about horror movies in general. Okay, don't forget it. Yeah. But they... So the thing, all I'll say is that the first two movies put you in a situation where you take something that's out of context is completely unbelievable, right? Ghosts or hauntings. Mm-hmm. And they put you into an environment where you're capable of believing that it's happening. So the first movie is like a family moves into this gigantic house. Mm. Uh, the family's low on money. They have like six kids. Um, they're kind of like hippy dippy. The dad's doing his best, you know, but he's like, this is going to be our dream house. They put mm-hmm. you in that situation. Yeah. And so th- it's a very happy family to begin with. Mm. And then little things happen where a- a family members start to feel uh left out or they start to feel a little bit weird or lonely and then they they get weakened by the supernatural force right Mm -hmm. so it's a slow build of and then ed and lorraine come in to save the day because they're the ones that believe they're the ones that can help so they do a very good job of pacing and making you even though you might not believe this situation personally you believe what these people start to believe right Mm -hmm. um and you see what happens to them and you start to feel bad for them and you empathize um and the same thing happens in the second movie where you have another family where it's even an even more harder off family and it just gets sadder and sadder and sadder to the point where the family just breaks down and the supernatural force is able to just take them over completely Mm -hmm. same kind of situation happens in this situation it's like you start in the middle of the freaking exorcism so it's like you start out screaming and demons and and the exorcism was mad generic like oh yeah like why and then it like 
jumps into someone else's body and then you have this period of just like okay now we don't know if this person's crazy or possessed for too long so it was just i think the pacing of this conjuring in particular was just terrible compared to the other ones where the other ones did such a good job of like slowly getting you into feeling what the characters were feeling seemed like there's a lot more of the cg in this too like a lot yeah 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 for sure Um, because they have to do all the body contorting and stuff like that yeah, and I I never know if that's good in a horror movie. Like if 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 you do it too much in one movie, does it take away from the I guess it depends on the person watching it. Yeah. But um No, cuz yeah, I think it depends on the setting cuz like I'm trying to think of a horror movie I watched recently that had someone doing something like that because I thought the same like after you've seen The Ring and The Grudge and all that, it's mm-hmm. like is that really scary anymore? Right. But yeah, it was like there was this one scene I saw where someone was in like a hospital ish like room and they were stuck to the bed, mm-hmm. like handcuffed to the bed or strapped to the bed because of their own issues. Mm-hmm. And this person walks into the room. The person has like saran wrap wrapped around their head. All right. And they're wearing like a dirty wife beater and like like um like hospital pajamas. Mm-hmm. And so that person like kind of creepily walks in, right? And they walk over to this tray that has all these sharp objects on it. Mm-hmm. And they like grab the knives in their hand and then they just completely crumple backwards. <laughs> so like their head and arms go backwards. Yeah. <laughs> to like crawl towards the person <laughs> yeah. that was unsettling and yes yeah, yeah. so i was like in that situation that worked that yeah. was horrifying i didn't ever <laughs> want to see that again and then they were crawling yeah crawling towards the person that's strapped in the bed yeah um it always makes me make a face when i see it for sure <laughs> I'm like, it makes you a sherpa you make me a sherpa face <laughs> yeah i'm like Ugh. <laughs> this is gross yeah, but that's, uh, just, that's the same thing when i whenever i see like spiders in movies or like you know what I'm saying? Anything like that, that's just kind of in general and totally. Oh. And I'm like, side note, perfect for you to catch up on all of the Golden Comedy English dubs. <laughs> what you mean? Uh, just because there are all English dubs of all the seasons of Golden Comedy. Oh, yeah. And you I'm, should watch it now. I'm up to season three. I'm just, I just got to okay, watch season nice. three. Yeah. yeah, just watch it. I just got right. season three. Um, but anyway, oh, but so. Two, two oh. other things with The Conjuring, though. One. Your thought. Yeah, so my thought first, um, how do you feel about horror movies in general not having sequels after the first one? Like, if they don't have one? Like, yeah, do you feel like they would be better off? Because I feel like a lot of the times, a lot of these franchises... Oh, no, hold on. So, I love the Insidious series. Okay. So, no, in that case, no. Conjuring and, yeah. and Conjuring 2, I like. Uh, okay. Paranormal Activity all the way up until 3, I like. Okay. So, yeah, I, I'm not against it if the gimmick works. Like, Paranormal had a had a spread out story to tell, right? Yeah. And those movies, nothing happens in those right. movies. Like, if you combine all of the time stamps that where stuff is actually happening, the movie would probably only be about 15 I, minutes long. Oh. Because <laughs> that's probably, there's probably about 15 minutes of actual stuff happening. Right, right. Um, But, yeah, so I'm like, no, I'm not against movies having sequels. I think that horror movies can and in some instances should have sequels. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think they need to have 10. Mm. <laughs> right. I don't think that they should just be milked until they die. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just, that's just, I just a thought I was having. Um, yeah. 
And then the other thing, because like some people say the Friday on the like some people say like the second Nightmare on Elm Street is like the best one. I couldn't even tell you which one the second one was. Yeah, I couldn't either. But I'm just saying, like some people will say like the second of a horror series is the better one. But Nightmare on Elm Street is a is I might be wrong about this, but that's different because it's more of like Freddy's messing with different people, different groups of people. Mm-hmm. as opposed to a group of characters continuing on to do stuff like conjuring follows the same group of characters you know what i'm saying like yeah well I, if, and if you want to argue that then i would say the se- the i the second i know what you did last summer is better mm, okay than the first one okay okay i guess it's just what you go for i guess i'm not yeah. maybe necessarily going for the story so maybe that's Cause why. If, in that regards, I'm like, that's a continuation of the same characters. Yeah. Um, and what they have to deal with after. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. And then, and then the other thing I just was wondering, did you hear about the conspiracy with the conjuring with this movie? What's the conspiracy? So it's like, people are saying that, um, people are saying basically the, this movie, because of all the like Satan devil worshiper stuff is like, made to do something to impressionable people that watch it and they're trying to get as many like people to watch it so as many impressionable people watch it as possible Well, i could definitely see that because the whole first uh i would say at least third of the movie is is kind of devoted to explaining that people have used the defense in court of demonic possession Mm -hmm. um and that uh people you know can claim that in the way of insanity or something like that so i could see where that could be dangerous in a way of suggesting that you could get off for crimes doing a crime yeah by saying that you were possessed by the devil yeah i don't know that would be insane (laughs) i could see that being yeah i'd imagine they still send you somewhere though right they're not just gonna like okay go home you're good go to church like I'd imagine they send you to like a a mental home or something, right? Like, yeah, no, no, you go to like psychiatric prison. Yeah, but yeah, psychi- but you're not just psychiatric getting off. prison is less than is way less prison. severe than prison. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, um, for sure, for sure. But yeah, I just thought I just thought that was kind of interesting because it was the idea was like that someone might watch this movie and it like actually touch them. You know what I mean? Like in a way, like like affect their heart. And, yeah. and like sway them to to, to make decisions be, that's so weird but yeah i will say conjuring movies have the most heart out of all the horror series i've watched mm. like insidious has heart because it's about a family right but this ed and lorraine come into every situation with so much love and caring mm-hmm. and then the whole usually the way they like solve the situation is like by drawing that out in the people that they're trying to help mm-hmm. so that's why i'm like this it, the conjuring it would be the series that would do, do that. it yeah that would actually move people it's crazy Gross. look you it's never know creepy yeah. all right let me get to this last one though because this yeah. one was just really dumb yeah um it's not really dumb but it's it's it gave me anxiety. It was like one of those movies I just had anxiety for an hour and a half. Um <laughs> because it was just watching a person make terrible decisions. Oh my gosh. Um, in a disaster scenario. Yeah. Uh so kind of the same way like Unhinged, if anyone saw Unhinged gave me anxiety. Mm. 
about Road Rage. Um, <laughs> so Awake is another Netflix movie that just came out where the, the literally the premise is, is that something happens, uh, uh, a natural event occurs that takes out all the power, even in portable things. Interesting. And then causes people not to be able to sleep. Mm. That is the premise of the movie. So, oh, so it's basically like people have to figure out how to exist together while tired and not having any distractions. <laughs> is that kind of what, it, what it's going for? <laughs> not having any distractions? Where did the not having any distractions Because you said no, there's no technology, right? No cell phones, no... So you just you're forced oh, well, to just talk to people. Well, you said not. Well, I wouldn't say not having distractions, more like trying to survive. That too, yeah, that um, too. But yeah, so <laughs> hold I just on, imagine guys, people start murdering I'm, each other. I'm remembering the movie and just thinking about <laughs> the dramatization <laughs> of the lack of sleep is making me like die. I was gonna say, do they laughter. get actually like tired and grumpy and stuff? Oh, bro, it happens so <laughs> fast. <laughs> Like, it's like these bitches don't need sleep. They need a, a goddamn nap. Like, it's only, like, it's been six hours. Chill out. They're just all pissed. They're like, ah! Like, already. Hold on, hold on. All right. So, let oh, me. Man, I don't want to give away spoilers. If anyone actually wants to watch this movie, you might want to yeah. skip for like five minutes because I'm not going to go that far into it. But the way it starts out is like our main character is a mother who is i think she's an ex veteran like or i'm sorry i think she's a veteran of mm. the military yeah um and her husband died in the military mm. and she has two kids and the way we meet her is that she's dealing uh drugs from the office she works at from a trash can she's she's security and okay. she's stealing drugs out of a trash can to sell to some guy for cash um and then she goes back to her to a house i don't think it's her house she goes back to a house parks in the driveway sleeps in the driveway and then her kids come out of the house in the morning um and for her i guess like to pick them up mm. um and so we get the you know you just get the impression that she's very down on her luck um and she's also a drug dealer and you're like okay this is weird and then as they're driving to wherever they're going uh Car accidents just start occurring. Like it's so what? jarring because it's like they're just driving and they just get like T-boned. Oh my god! Um, out of nowhere, and then it's like they spin around on the road, and she's like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then as they're saying, "Are you okay?" Another pickup truck comes and pushes them into the river. Jesus! And because they're like right on the side of like this waterway, and so they get roll into the river. And so the introduction of the movie is like them like swimming, trying to swim out of the car, mm. and the little girl. The uh, her daughter like borderline dies, right? She um inhales too much water because her she gets her daughter out first, then she's trying to get her son out. Her son's seatbelt stuck, and this is all happening while they're underwater. Jesus. So she has to kind of like push her. Why does daughter the seatbelt always get stuck? Oh, that's what I said. I was like, always. I always. said that seatbelt is stuck. Steph's like yelling. He's like, roll out the windows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they like. She pushes her daughter up, and this is, like, where it's real, because it's like, what would I do in this situation, right? Yikes. So she pushes her up by her feet, because the car is just sinking. Mm -hmm. And then she has to swim back down and grab her son, so she gets her son back. They come up together, and she's like, where's your sister? Where's your sister? 
and they turn around and she's at the bank but luckily the police there and they're giving her cpr okay and so she gets on she gets back to land and she's holding her daughter her daughter's not breathing and they finally get her back and the daughter comes back and they're like oh my god oh my god oh my god yeah and so they get up they're walking and walking and as they realize like everyone's car has gone now mm. all of the electricity has gone out um and then they finally get back kind of like to like civilization ish mm-hmm. and they rest at like the mother's house and stuff and then they realize like things aren't getting any better right uh and then everybody's making guesses as to what caused this um and she's not really like she's not edu- like educated in that way so she's not even thinking about that she's just thinking about um how is she gonna take care of her kids keep mm-hmm. her kids safe right and so um that's when i forget she worked for a psychiatrist so she goes back to her psychiatrist's office because she's like we can't use debit cards so i need cash Mm -hmm. so she goes back to there to get more drugs to sell to the guy and that's when her doctor uh employer who's also a psychiatrist is like packing all this stuff and she gets caught stealing the drugs but it's like because you know a crisis is happening they kind of like ignore that she's stealing drugs Mm mm-hmm and so she's she's like, oh my god, I'm sorry, uh, I wasn't stealing drugs. Like, uh, uh, and yeah. she's like, look, I don't even care. Uh, are you coming with us? And she's right. like, where? And she was like, uh, so we realized that people aren't sleeping, and they're setting up this big re- research hub, and we found a lady. There's one lady that can sleep, and they're like, <laughs> so course. we've got her set up at this hub, and we're studying her, and we we need as much help as we can get, right? Jeez. And so the mom is kind of like. Ugh. I can't because I got to get back to my kids. And so she kind of just disappears. And that's when she gets back to her house. Oh, she before she goes back to her house, uh, the assistant guy that's helping the doctor is like panicking and like explaining the situation. He's like, that's when it gets into like the movie tagline of like people start to go insane after 48 hours of not sleeping. We have to figure this out. Like (laughs) he's like, the brain starts to deteriorate. And he's like, then you're going to die and your heart just shuts down and blah, blah, blah. So you get that whole spiel there. And then he's like, she was like, what are you talking about? My daughter was sleeping when I left because that's what we see when she leaves the house. And so Mm. he's like, uh, people don't sleep anymore. And she's just like staring at him. Like, what do you mean? And he's like, uh they're either dead or they're awake and so then she panics she runs home uh she gets to her son and he's just like she's like where's your sister where's your sister and he's just like chill out you crackhead she's fine like he knows about the drugs and stuff so he kind of hates her yeah and he's he's like she's fine she's fine so then she finally finds her and she was asleep and the grandmother has taken her to a church oh God. with a bunch of crazy people <laughs> who are talking about sacrificing her so Jesus. that they can get some sleep. And that's <laughs> when it, bro, this is like 20 minutes, 20 minutes into the movie. That's funny. And people are just losing their, their mind. mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's and you're hilarious. like, bro, I mean, like, it's like, this is like. If we stay up for like a couple extra hours in the night and you're yeah. still okay, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's literally been six hours of not being able to sleep. It you're hasn't fine. even been a full like day. <laughs> but like these people, like the cop, like one of the town cops is in the church and he's like got he's like his hands on his gun like the whole time. Jesus Christ! And he's just like he's like, "Where's the little girl? She's still sleeping. Yeah, she's sleeping." Oh he's like, God. we need to, we need to figure this out. And I'm like, oh <laughs> my God, these people are insane. That is nuts. 
was no, like, yo, they're cheating wild. sleep like it's crack cocaine. You no, know, really. Like, you don't mess with nobody's <laughs> sleep. You don't do it. So, yeah, that movie is a wild ride. Yeah. Um, so if you like making fun of movies like that or you just enjoy, like, weird concepts like that, yeah. I would check that one out. That sounds pretty fun. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for my week. <laughs> Yo, that's wild. Oh, man. <laughs> it was crazy. We got a hefty new section because of E3. So well, are that's you... perfect because we have not animated to talk about. So let's go. <laughs> that's true. Oh, you didn't watch it this time? No, I did. Oh, okay. I did also. <laughs> News with the siblings. E3 that edition. was our like, you know how the newscasters will be like bantering, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but we can't hear them. That was our banter, yeah. <laughs> but, but you just heard it <laughs> in the background. Yeah, that's how, that's me. Like I'm over sitting by the weather and we're bantering. <laughs> I just leaned back a little bit up from my mic as they zoom in on you. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So yeah, we got a bunch of E3 news. I'm not going to go into super detail on stuff. It's going to be more like bullet points because it's a That's lot. That's quite fine. There's um, not a lot. To, there's a lot, but there's not a lot, I think, for us to go into detail on. Right. Yeah. I would say the same. Um, yeah. So first up, I'm going to go with Ubisoft, Ubisoft um, at E3 2021. So I pulled this article from IGN, the nine biggest announcements. So first up, we got Rainbow Six Extraction. This is one I'm kind of hyped for. This used to be called Rainbow Six Quarantine, or that I guess that was like a working title. Um, so this is basically Rainbow Six Siege, but all co-op, um, an all co-op game. Um, and it kind of takes that. So basically in Rainbow Six Siege, they had this event that was a co-op event with like these zombie alien things. Um, so it was kind of like their take on like Left 4 Dead, right? Um, and so this is basically that, but an entire game, um, which I think there's definitely some potential here because I, I even have a couple of videos on the channel. Um, I was playing this with friends and it's, it's pretty fun because it's unlike Left 4 Dead where it's kind of just like you go, you, you just spray down all the zombies, you just shoot your gun until it runs out of ammo, you pick up new guns and whatever, whatever this seems and from what it looks like it's gonna like be more like the actual rainbow six siege and be like much more tactical so like you'll be actually having to sneak past zombies like you might run out of ammo and have to run away from a situation or you might have to like do whatever whatever to get your teammate up if they're down like you're gonna have to coordinate each other's abilities and like use set up defenses and stuff like that and complete these different objectives throughout different levels um it sounds like so i think i think this could be pretty fun um especially with friends and hopefully they um kind of flesh it out in a way that it it makes sense to be a standalone game and not just uh a new mode or whatever um so i'm looking forward to that um yeah they had a lot of information about that stuff yeah a lot of like video and stuff to play they announced it like what first two years ago or something like that so um i'm glad we actually i was not expecting this at all so i'm glad we got to see some of it um and then we got (laughs) they brought back guitar hero rocksmith um and now it's rocksmith plus and oh my god that was insane yeah it's wild it's like interactive (laughs) guitar lessons kind of um, it's basically like we're finally at the level where it's just like because i was like of the mindset where the guy was like i wish i had this when i started learning how to play guitar and i'm like that's yeah. how i felt because i'm like i went to actual lessons yeah. with a person yeah. and i'm like i think i would have gotten more out of this. uh 
this because the person I went was like a hippie and he would just t- talk about hippie stories while he strummed on the guitar. You just had and to I'm watch like, him. Uh, yeah, like, and he'd just be like, let's play these three chords. And so he'd be playing the three chords and he'd be telling weird stories while he was just playing the that three chords. That is hilarious. So I, like, I don't have to deal with that on Rocksmith. That's so funny. <laughs> you, you can pick your hippie avatar to be your, your, your teacher, your instructor. Yeah, I can replace him and then mute him. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's no, wild. guitar is one of my, like, things that I've always wanted to learn that I'm never going to learn. Um if that makes sense like i tried one time and it's it's so complicated so difficult um i remember even trying like there was this series of videos that was like you can play a bunch of different songs with like three what do they call them chords is that what notes are called on guitar? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like three, like with just three chords you could play like a whole bunch of different songs so i was trying to learn that way like the cheap way <laughs> um <laughs> but it it it's it was hard still um so i ended up giving up unfortunately but i'm not bad at guitar hero i can play on probably yeah video. it's not bad <laughs> i would try rockspin um, yeah if i feel like i have time to learn an instrument in the future yeah um and then there's this game called oh my god i should have muted that there's this game called riders republic about uh bike riding multiplayer bike riding first person bike riding um, so cool if you're into that. I'm not gonna talk too much about that. Um, Rainbow Six Siege also announced crossplay in 2022, I believe, early 2022. Um, we got some more Assassin's Creed Valhalla DLC, which um, apparently this game is pretty popular. They're supporting it pretty hard. Um, yeah, I saw. I was um, when I was practicing my uh, reaction. <laughs> Yeah. recording yesterday yeah. um i was kind of like that's the game that came on and i was kind of just razzing like you know exercising my vocals and such mm-hmm. and i was just like uh i was like yeah vikings i was like i i wanted to play this game never got to it and i was like but i i just like a little bit of dlc i was like this seems like a game that goes on forever, forever yeah <laughs> this is a 500 hour experience for sure yeah like because they they were just like look at this mode and look at this mode and look at this you can do as a viking and you can do this as ubisoft a got money you... that's what this tells me it was crazy they said more expansions coming next year too so yeah they're not stopping but i will say if this means they skip a year like they start doing every other year or whatever with assassin's creed yeah. instead of every year i would be happy about that um, because it seems like the quality has gotten higher since they skipped. But I'm just like, if it's, if the next Assassin's Creed don't look like God of War, I'm done. What do you mean? Like, visually? Like, like I feel like that's, what they're, they should, that's who they should be competing with, right? Probably, yeah. Because to me, that's like, it's the same type of game. It's a third, it's a third uh, person action game. I'd say Assassin's Creed, they try to stay way more realistic, though. Like, they have the fantasy stuff, but it's, like, yeah. it's oh, like no, no, very no. splashed I, I mean quality. Oh, okay, gotcha, Literally gotcha. just quality, not in uh, story or anything. Literally just quality. Yeah. I think I, they should be trying to compete with God of War. Because I can only imagine God of War 2 is going to be crazy. Like, like, turn down the mobs of enemies. Mm-hmm you know stick to the climbing we still like the climbing yeah um but yeah like make it a little closer over to the shoulder i want make it to be more fighting. linear well i was like i want the fighting to go back to like meaning something yeah definitely because it became like a button masher after a while it seems very like mobbish now like you're just dirting a bunch of enemies 
Turn down a bunch of the stealth missions, please. Yeah. Don't make them so friggin' long. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Don't make me listen to the conversation unless it's a really interesting conversation. Yeah. I gotta hide in the grass and stay in this bubble. And just it's wait. Crazy. That works back in the day, but I I don't think it, it would as much anymore. Yeah, it was fine the first few times, but man, they overdo Overdid it in it. some of the later games. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh, shout out to whoever plays that. I'm gonna try one of these at one point, at some point. Um, I just don't know when. Um, and I'm gonna skip this movie because whatever. It's called Werewolves Within. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and then Far Cry Six. Um, so we've gotten, I think, a teaser or something earlier from Far Cry Six. Um, so basically, it's continuing kind of the Far Cry tr- tradition of having like, um, a famous person be like the villain. Or whatever, mm-hmm. and then um, I actually don't know where this one takes place. That's my bad for not looking that up beforehand. Um, and then they announced some uh-huh. DLC with all the you can uh, the previous villains from the other Far Cry games are returning. So I was gonna say it's somewhere. It's like it's somewhere with uh spanish origin or, or latino origins because they they're speaking some type of spanish Maybe unless i'm getting it confused with portuguese uh, um which i don't think i am but i could be because yeah. they sound very similar Giancarlo, anton castillo yeah it's very spanishy that could be portuguese uh. But yeah, so there will be there will you guys can look up more info on that if you're if you're happy yeah. about that. The 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 scene that they showed during the showcase was pretty intense, uh, mm-hmm. very heavily, very heavily. I just call him Gus oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean he's hamming it up, he's right. doing his thing, and uh, but yeah, I don't like these. I like I could um relate more to the scenarios where it was like the guy on vacation gets kidnapped and in this horrible situation versus mm. the like i'm fighting for my homeland yeah yeah because um, yeah, yeah. that's what they're turning into is like these right these kind of like civil war type uh games I and can't... uh oh sorry i just mean like no, war, war people from the same place just fighting each other <laughs> i was gonna say i can't believe far cry one had like mutants in it that i you know right? <laughs> like but that's the thing like, like far Far Cry, Far Cry can be anything, because which Far Cry had the spinoff where you were, like, on Mars? Oh, Blood Dragon, I believe. Yeah, I think yeah. that was Blood Dragon. I'm like, the one was all neon and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it can be Blood anything. Dragon. I wish they would get crazy like that more, though. Like, they, a lot yeah. of them seem to be I very grounded. Yeah, and that's so I'm like, get, like, they're teetering into this political stuff, and I'm mm-hmm. like, who is pushing even the one that took place like far cry 5 was political but in america so i'm like who is pushing this weird political like revolutionary regime thing which one was it though four that had all like the cool psychedelic trippy stuff in it like sequences yes because it was all about opium yeah yeah that one that was was about like the opium trade and stuff like that an entire Uh, game like that would would be insane oh i don't want that oh five <laughs> was like that too though five was like that too because they were farming some type of drug okay. and the the crazy people they would send at you in hordes would be on the drug and it would make them harder to kill that's insane <laughs> jesus yeah so uh yeah i didn't actually see much of five um i just knew that it they said it was in like a 
the area, the layout I, of the map was kind of different. Five was fun though because it just made you you're like I'm a hick in Montana. Yeah. Like you're just like I, I'm experienced in the American wilderness. Yeah, <laughs> it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and then next up, we got Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope, um, a sequel to Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom <laughs> Battle. Sparks of Hope. It's so crazy this game got a sequel. Like, I know the first one did Mario. pretty well, but um, it comes on sale for like fifteen dollars all the time. I always think about buying it. Uh, yo, I said that like when I was recording myself, I was like, I totally will probably buy this game one day because I yeah. love, you know, I love isometric. Uh, tactical strategy games yeah yeah absolutely um, so even if it's this dumb and then i was like i was going in on the rabbits i was like look at these things they're so i was goofy. like the mario the mario crew in this game is like the serious crew right yeah. like they're like we gotta save mario's putting his weird blaster on his hand yeah. he's like he's like calling everybody he's like we gotta go we gotta handle this mario and the rabbits, stuff <laughs> the rabbits are like slouching on chairs they're like do we gotta do this yeah and it's like it's almost like they're like why is our name on this like we have to participate because somebody put our name on this like they're all lazy and weird it's so funny it's such a weird like clash of like i don't i hate the one that's dressed up like peach that (laughs) one for some reason that one in particular just it makes he makes my stomach feel weird i don't like him i I, I want him to stop dressing up as peach it's kind of weird too Especially if it's a dude rabbit. Hold on, here's the last part. He's dressed as Peach, right? Yeah. But he's wearing, he wears a puppet on his hand of the little star that Rosalina that followed Ro- Rosalina oh, does he around. Really? Yeah, so That's I'm hilarious. like, are you just making fun of all the Mario princesses, yeah. or are you like just confused as to what <laughs> Peach's gimmick is? <laughs> <laughs> it would be nuts sorry, if he had brown sorry, hair in this, sorry I'm going in this deep but I was like <laughs> watching this showcase and I'm just like staring and I'm just like what, what? why does he have this I was like why does he have a puppet on his hand yeah. this is I weird. see it too I see it floating around him right like why is that there it's like you're mixing two princesses maybe weird. hold up so there is also a there's like a red oh. one on a cloud floating around Mario so maybe it's just something you can equip like in the game I don't know. There's a red star on a cloud? Yeah. Oh, spark. I think the game actually may revolve around these dudes. Maybe. The, the, so they're like shine sparks on Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. It might be like a thing. Yeah, in I was the just game. like, why? I was like, is he mocking Ross I saw Lino, that. Yeah, but I dressing like, like Peach? I did like, see that. I'm like, what? What's going on? That's weird. Um, but getting yeah. all deep into Mario Rabbids. That's hilarious. Lore. Um,. Shout but out yeah, to I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try that crossover. Uh, I and I just too. wanted to say, like, I like the other Mario's. I like Mario Sonic crossover. So mm-hmm. for Olympics, so word yeah. word. Um, and then next up, we have uh, what will probably be the highest selling video game of all time ever for the rest of existence. Stop! Stop! Um, we've got Avatar. Uh, where's the subtitle? Frontiers of Pandora, and it is actually going to be a first person. We, oh man, Action people adventure are gonna, game. This, no, you know what this is gonna be? Uh, what was the game that people were like suing for like losing their livelihoods and stuff because they were so obsessed? Was that probably um, Wow or something? Fallout. Fallout was, was it, it? Fallout? Was it Fallout Four? I don't even know. Or was it GTA Five? Was it like well, something whatever happened? Game, I would say no. 
Like, people were literally, like, there was at least one lawsuit that came out where somebody was like, I'm suing this Bethesda or whoever. He's like, I'm suing this company because I lost my job. And I was, like, I lost my job because I'm, I've been playing, playing this game. game. Like, I can't stop playing this game. Yeah. And my wife divorced me. That's what it was. That's insane. You said this is going to yeah. be that? <laughs> yeah, this is going to be that ne- the next game that does that. Oh, my goodness. Like, people who didn't play video games that loved Avatar are going to, like, buy consoles to play this game. This is insane to me. Yeah, I agree. Are you buying this day one? No, <laughs> no, I have no, like, Avatar to me was just, like, blue Pocahontas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm already, I've already seen this story. Right. I get like, Ferngully sure. was better. Yeah. Whatever. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for the, the big Ubisoft, Ubisoft announcements. I gotta say it both ways each time, because I'm unsure of myself. Ubisoft um, forward. Yeah, Ubisoft forward. <laughs> Um, and then next up, we got the Devolver Digital Direct. That's a good, great name. Oh nice use of alliteration. Um, do you and, mean the? Do you mean the? The they give you the the, the Devolver Digital Max Pass Plus? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just seen that. Yeah, the, the, that's crazy. Um, a completely free subscription service that offers the entire Devolver Digital catalog. What is this? <laughs> What do you mean free? So the whole showcase of Devolver yesterday was spent shilling this this Devolver Digital Max Pass Plus that they would say was of indiscriminate amount of money. Mm -hmm. Um and you would pay a month to get access to all of these features that they would then describe that that then made no sense. But they also then would describe other premium features for which you would pay an additional fee separate from that monthly subscription fee. Mm-hmm. And uh, while they were describing all these things to you, they were heating up chili dogs, um, covering themselves in lube, what? Um, walking down hallways that were exploding, um, fighting each other. So all of these things were happening uh, while they were describing <laughs> these and playing game trailers. That's insane. It was oh like Devolver Digital is the adult swim of games, of game of the gaming industry. Yeah. That's all it is. Just like it's whatever. just chaos. They don't care. <laughs> nah, I respect that. It was that. so funny. That's fun. Yeah, that sounds fun. But um, this was the most interesting showcase just on like on a side note for me yesterday. They these Indie games always look really cool. So I'm going to run down. Yeah. Stop me if um, any of them like are super interesting to you or whatever. Yeah, I'll just interrupt you like I did. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Sorry. Then, so the first one's actually super, looks super fire to me. It's called Trek to Yomi, but it's not coming out till 2022. It looks like yeah, a. Yeah, this trips me out. Limbo samurai game. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like the whole game's in grayscale, but it's like, it looks like 2D samurai combat um yeah i'm all about samurai stuff so. i was like when i when they first started playing the trailer i was like what is this devolver digital from soft game what's happening yeah like what <laughs> um and then next up we got wizard with a gun this game this looks gives hilarious me vibes <laughs> yeah why it's just it's because it's just random like a wizard with a gun i thought the next one i we'll get to it in a sec but i thought the next one would have given you me vibes <laughs> okay i'm gonna look um What's the next one? In- inscription. Um, yeah. 
Hold on, let me let me skim but through this. Hold show on, let's real talk quick. about Wizard with a Gun real quick. Yeah. Or I'll I'll talk about it if you're watching the video. But I'm just skimming. Wizard with a Gun is in looks so interesting to me because it's got a very interesting art style. It's like a 2D 3D hybrid art style, mm -hmm. um, where like the elements are. 2d but they have 3d uh space around them yeah um and then it's it's an interesting art style for one and then two it's like you've got these it's that funny aesthetic of wizards where wizards are like a, a pointy hat um some raggedy clothes and then like you can't really see their face like i think all their faces faces are shrouded yeah but they also are carrying like old like western like musket style guns i like that yeah yeah, and then the guns uh appear to shoot out their magic elements and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. So it seems to be some like base building in this, um, maybe like a hub type area where you upgrade your gun over the course of the game. Why do I get Don't um, Star vibes? Yeah, maybe that's why I was like, it felt I got that kind of vibes too. Yeah. Um, but it's more action. Like you're yeah. definitely, it's definitely a running and shooting type game. Most definitely. Um, because they seem to be fighting, like, it seems to have, like, tougher creatures to fight. It doesn't seem to be, like, they're just sending ads at you uh, to kill. This base um, building looks interesting. I want to know what that's, like, actually about. Yeah, I was, because it's, like, you're shooting the, they're shooting, like, the furniture out of their guns. Out of the guns, <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't say furniture. They look like stations. Objects, yeah, um, stations. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that so looks pretty cool. That, that looks interesting, and it's multiplayer, um, so it could be just one of those fun, like, chaotic, uh, like, work together, maybe fight each other type games. Yeah. Wizard this, um, with a gun. Yeah, that's that's hype. It, that's also 2022, um, Switch and PC. Yeah. Um, and then the next one, Inscription, the card, card playing oh, hard game. Sorry, before you get into that last thing, when it said, like, mm. when it came on the trailer and it was like P coming to switch and pc i was like switch let's go hold on i was just doing this yeah oh i was like thank you devolver <laughs> thank you you know what's up switch and pc yeah. you know you understand you know what's up um, um always so appreciate yeah. that okay and then we got um what we got inscription is a card playing yes. hard game from the pony island creator i don't know what pony island is um, me neither but this game looks kind of cool like it looks like a horror one of those like procedurally generated like i can't tell if it's multiple games or card games okay um, this game is so hard like you need to watch the trailer yeah. uh so it's inscription but the script part has a y in it um but yeah so it's it looks like you're playing, like, so it looks like you're sitting at a table playing a card game, right, of sorts, across from a shadowy figure, yeah. but then the shadowy figure is also, like, forcing you to interact with things in the room that right. you're playing cards in. Um, like an escape so room, it, it says on the yes. trailer. Yeah, I was going to say, it says, blending roguelike and escape room as puzzles with psychological horror. And so it's like, yeah, there's, like, things in the room interacting with you as you're playing this weird, twisted card game um, with these entities that you're sitting across from. So, yeah. Uh, and it's also done in a very bizarre 3D pixel art style. Yeah. Um, That I think really adds to the atmosphere of it. Because it's like you're playing in this really badly lit, like cabin mm -hmm. um and so yeah this trailer i had to rewind a couple times because it tripped me out i was like what is this game but i'm yeah. like i love 
like you know now Mini I games love like stuff. card card based battle games. Most definitely, yeah. Um, um, with progression, so and puzzles, uh, yeah, and you know it's roguelike, so that yeah. adds that extra level of just play it for eternity. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it so. looks cool. Looks pretty cool. I'm I'm hype about that game for real. Does this one have a date at the end? I don't see one yet. 2021 for this one. Uh, it, yeah, Was it, it just July? says 2021. I think. Okay. Okay. No, because I said one of them said like July 2021. I was like, whoa, that's soon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This just says 2021. So. Okay. That's cool. Um, and then we got Devolver Tumble Time, which is basically just like a, it's like a physics based kind of match match game. I guess you could say it's literally advertised as ignore your family, ignore your friends, ignore <laughs> yeah. your responsibilities, play this game. That's yeah. how they advertise this game. That's hilarious. It's so funny. Yeah. And it, it um, looks like the pieces you're tumbling can also be like characters from other Devolver games. So there's like some crossover in, in there as well. Yeah. Cause they're playing it. They're like, they're like, do the tumble and collect the characters. They're like, collect all the characters that you've never heard of before yeah. and you don't know where they're from. Exactly. But you must collect all of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad, but you're just like, yeah, I'll do that. I mean, the game looks fun enough, right? I could. Yeah, it's just one of those like randomly fun, like, yeah, puzzle games that yeah. just like, I need to like kill, kill time. three minutes while I'm stuck waiting for my COVID shot. Exactly. Um, and then this next one looks looks pretty cool too. It's called Demon Throttle. Uh, okay. It was physical. Bro, did you see? Me. Did you see the information released around this game? The information released. Like, did you 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 said you didn't watch the showcase, so you didn't no. see how they revealed this game? No. Was it crazy? Okay, I might have to send you like my recording of it because I was like, yo, I was like, they are dirtying you, and they are doing what i want so the chick is like sitting in the office chair or whatever and yeah. she's she's like now we're gonna do like the most exclusive thing ever mm-hmm. and they're like we're only gonna release a physical copy and they were oh. like you must go to the store buy the copy because well, you can't and they were like we will never release this ever in a digital format i will never buy this ever in any <laughs> format <laughs> sorry and so they were like, it, it's like, we're going to let you buy it. We're going to release it so that it can be bought up and then, like, be limited. And then so that people can scalp it from each Jesus other. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and they were like, and or you can just put it on your shelf to never open it. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was so, like, they were just being, like, so blatantly, Joking like, on. we're... Yeah, yeah, like that whole we're gonna have this limited release, so yeah. there's not enough copies, so we yeah. create all of this chaos. All this chaos, yeah. Making fun of PlayStation and stuff, yeah. Making fun <laughs> yeah. of Xbox and yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nintendo, and Nintendo. Like, we're only releasing this Mario game for six months. Yup. Physically, people can scrap over it on okay. eBay. And so crap. it was that was like the funniest part of the showcase because you're just like what and i was like i was just clapping and yeah. crying because i'm just like i'll buy it because i'm like i love buying physical that's hilarious <laughs> Demon th- i bet you it'll probably be like worth some money too one day but it seems to be like a shmup yeah like a um, bullet hell I, I thought it was just gonna be like an empty box but it, yeah it seems to be an like empty a box <laughs> i did i thought it was just gonna be like a cartridge what if it's a box with a code in it yeah oh my god that'd be hilarious <laughs> that'd be insane oh but um, yeah like it, yeah, it, it looks, looks cool. like a like a 
cool like it's got a cool like vhs uh filter over like a like a 8-bit yeah, like yeah. schmuck yeah so looks cool. of demon cool. hunting and then we got um oh loud then we got death's door um and this is basically like a top-down kind of third-person um it, it reminded me of a mix of bastion and moonlighter yeah that's a good way to put it i that's really it felt like like this a, a aesthetic um yes it gives me yes. zelda-ish vibes too just from the like the way the sword hits but like just faster i guess yeah um it the animations are amazing like these these it's very glow effects yeah um, it almost looks like clay yeah it, they lean heavily into the colors it seems into the themes of the different levels like i just saw like a all gray level and then like a very colorful level like so it's like say so is this the one where like the characters were like very weird and um like they're very quirky looking characters like very tim burton kind of s characters um i haven't actually seen this before i don't think okay because i'm just i think there's a, a part in the trailer where like the your main character is talking to like a it looks like you're like talking to a shopkeeper okay and i think the shopkeeper is a dead body being puppeted by like an octopus monster ah whoa because he's like saying something like yes i do human things human yeah <laughs> because i'm human too like but he's like oh i, think I it's see like it right octopus. now it's like a okay, corpse see it? yeah yeah it's like a so corpse it's got weird, wrapped around it. quirky art style things like that going no, on I like that i'm playing this for sure this looks awesome yeah it looks good yeah um and Yo, then we Devolver's got legit. I, didn't, I didn't know they had this many like studios games like yeah because i still haven't gotten to play carry on like i'm still mad i haven't gotten to play carry on mm-hmm and then this um, next game is straight up first person Indiana Jones. Um, I want to play this so bad. This looks cool. This is This looks like so much fun. So much platforming. I love platforming. <laughs> first person platforming. Absolutely. Um but it's called Phantom Ab- Abyss. Um it's only coming to early access right now. Um it's actually an MMO, so it's a ma- well, mm-hmm. not MMO, but it's a massively multiplayer game where I guess multiple players are in these temples and they're like racing to through these obstacles to get relics um right. obstacles and traps this is a, this sounds insane so the only thing is like so they just say that every spirit that's running through the temple is another player that's done it before okay so you're not actually racing so, yeah it's like a dark souls type thing where you see after images of other players got you okay yeah this looks cool when are, when is so, it? June twenty oh, second. Oh, Steam it says, "Did we mention you can only run each temple once ever?" Oh, are they procedural? I think so. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so you get one shot to beat people. Yo, these games. I think that's pretty hype. These yeah, these games look crazy. Um, yeah. I wonder if it's gonna come to like, other this, platforms. This is feeding my Fall Guys energy. Absolutely, obstacle courses. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, and then we got Shadow Warrior Three, which looks um, very doomish. Yeah, it looks insane. Yes. Um, so this is basically a franchise that's kind of like Doom. It's like fast pace. Um, yeah, I'm a fan of the Shadow Warrior series. Yeah, it's like it's like fast pace, uh, first person sword and and hack and, and slash, hack and slash, and yeah, guns to combat. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you're fighting like demons and stuff. There's a lot of gore. There's a lot of blood. 
Um, there's a lot of weird comedy. Yeah, there's a lot of weird comedy, weird writing. So, um, yeah. I would say this is probably a more lighthearted, like Doom type of game. So, if you like probably the action and the shooting and stuff in Doom, I'm pretty sure you would like this game. So, um, if you like Doom or if you like the movie Hardcore Henry, you'll mm-hmm. probably like this game. Bullet Storm, I get Bullet Storm vibes. Yeah. Um, if anybody played that, and then yeah, so that looks pretty cool. But I all did... they've done, like they just clean that game. Every time I see a Shadow Warrior game, it's just shinier and cleaner more than polished. the last one yeah yeah like way more polished faster this one this one looks fast yeah um i can't believe that i didn't know this was a devolver game that's crazy yeah uh, it's wild they got a lot yeah but yeah that's that's pretty much it for the devolver announcements because i think loop hero is loop hero a devolver game i wouldn't doubt it i, I would i could I believe that is. for sure i'm not sure <laughs> um i have eight messages but okay, next up we have the future play event. Um, whoops, which is this kind of like new, um, what do you call it? Collective, I guess. Um, video game fund. Well, hold on. Did you see there was the wholesome collection? Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, that did I put that on? Here? I was like, yeah, I was that's like nice. the wholesome collection. Yeah. Oh, okay, it is. Okay, yeah. I didn't see it. Sorry. <laughs> um, wholesome collection is funny. It's just funny to think about. Yeah. But basically, um, this is another kind of showcase of, like, s- I'd say smaller games. Um, so this first game is kind of like, uh, I guess, like a collection of other game. Oh, wait. Yeah, I guess a collection of other games is called. Don't feel pressured <laughs> to I get know. this right. <laughs> I'm just going to read the thing. It says Virtu- <laughs> Virtuoso Neo Media is an indie studio with a state of upcoming ar- arcade style games reimagined for modern times. Interesting. Um, Radminton. Some type mm-hmm. of arcade, I guess, like badminton game. Um, a gonzo take on old arcade sports games and, and, badminton. and badminton. Okay. Okay. Um, F-Zero inspired Killer Auto and a 3D shooter called Zodiac Double X Leo Edition. So basically remakes okay. of older games. It's like remakes on like old arcade games. Yeah. And it seems like okay. deep cuts like that, like the ones that maybe were forgotten or whatever. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then we got Stephanie is a 3D platformer set on um, Stephanie Island, a massive cave network and home to un- an unidentified species. Um, three re- Asian researchers will be able to explore the I- island using parkour-style traversal um, and experiencing a story about human nature and friendship. So um, that's kind of like a... This looks pretty cool. Well, this looks like a... Wait, what does this video go with? <laughs> oh wait, I got the I got the videos all mixed up. No, this this yeah, game. Yeah, so the the paragraph is underneath of the video. This game looks kind of beat. <laughs> Which one is it, Stephanie? Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, this. Look, I was gonna say this looks like a a project that a a, a school kid made. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one's looking. Um, it, it's like it gives me like they got like a, some assets, mm-hmm. uh, and like a specific engine to build this in, and yeah. that's what they did. <laughs> so, yeah. but it, it'll be somebody's first game it'll be something yeah 
Um, and then we got uh, Skull, a new Skull character. Oh, hold on, character. hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. So it says the three a three Asian researchers will be able to explore the island using parkour style traversal while experiencing a story about human nature and friendship. This feels like you remember Nanosaur? No. You don't remember Nanosaur on the Nanosaur. IMAX where you played as a Velociraptor? And you had a jetpack on your back, and you ran around like this jungle, and you had to collect these eggs. Wait, on the what? To get back to the spaceship, it was on the it was on the oh, IMAX. Oh, I do remember school. this. This was my game. Yeah, I, was, I love this game. I was, like, I was like, yeah, I was like, wait, you don't remember Nanosaur? No, I love this game. <laughs> okay, so this Stephanie very much feels like a Nanosaur, right? Like it's <laughs> something that could be installed on the An computers IMAX. of a school. Yeah, that kids could play in their free time. That's not a offensive yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they can passively learn for sure okay sorry i'm just trying to give like this type of game a place no don't get me <laughs> so wrong that, i so played we're not just like this is trash <laughs> like, I, I played an uncountable number of trash games growing up and loved <laughs> and loved them like so it's like they're, they're, it's definitely gonna have a place and somebody's gonna be talking somebody's about this hurt. years later yo you play Stephanie, <laughs> and i'm like what what are you talking about what is <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's definitely gonna be that for somebody Okay, um, okay, okay. I just felt, I just had a, felt, like, when I was watching, I was like, this feels like freaking Nanosaur. <laughs> that's funny that you thought of that. All right, um, my bad. Those games have kind of been, like, blocked from my memory. Oh, I played Except it, like, Oregon a Trail. month ago. Did you really? That's why it's in, yeah, that's why it's on my mind, because I saw it on a website, and I was like, yo, I can play this? And then I played it, and I was like, yo, I actually beat it. Wow. I'm about to play Flipper Flop after this podcast. Hold up. I want to make a note. <laughs> what is Flipper Flop? The greatest Flash game ever created. Oh my god. Hold up. I gotta put it in the play. He's scheduling. Flip He's scheduling. Or it. flop today. Wow. Um, it's the SpongeBob game where you're making pat- Krabby Patties and you gotta like <laughs> make the orders. I know it's on Nick.com. Yeah, for a little bit. Oh, okay. It's I lost. probably beat it. That's probably why I don't play it. Lost to the ages. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, continuing on with the with the um what's this thing called future of play skull girls i'm sorry um, yeah new skull girls skull girls character skull girls is a 2d fighting game um not much to say there um love shore is a narrative driven game set in the future where a fertility crisis has forced humanity this is wild to begin creating cyborg humans to build out the population um uh ai company uh creates ai with souls of their own and then you play as one of the s humans in a story rpg so it's like a one of those i guess choice games where you're making choices and doing stuff yeah um seems decent and it says there's 20 25 possible endings in eight different storylines that's crazy it seems like it's got this like comic booky art style to it yeah um so yeah could be cool could be cool and then we got how many of these okay it's only one more game and then we got hellbent so uh not not a lot known of is known of hellbent but its first trailer shows two bros with attitude hanging out in the subway and ready to fight giant rats (laughs) what i have no idea okay i guess that is it like i would say is it like a beat-em-up in the sewer but just with giant rats yeah, it looks like, um, I don't know what this, there's, it doesn't seem to be real gameplay. 
but it's got like a cool looking art style. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of um, what is it, River City Rampage. Underground? Or yeah, yeah River City Underground, like, River City Rampage, all that. But yeah, but with like <laughs> them in a sewer. I think it'd be a two D beat 'em up. Yeah, yeah, that's my guess. Um, and then what is this? Umarangi um- um- Generation, but there's no description for this. It seems like a photography game. Yeah, um, on Switch. As so. a very strange art style. Yeah. 80s music. You're taking weird pictures of people with yeah. filters. So if you yep. like photography but hate Pokemon, this is the game for you. There you go. <laughs> Why you would hate Pokemon, I'll never know. Yeah, because you're a monster. Um, They're way more adorable than people. Exactly. And now we got the Wholesome Direct. Um, There's a lot of directs. I got to figure out a... Oh my god, this one is this one is jam packed. All right, we you gotta, gotta organize your your directs. I do. We gotta figure out a way to do this one because there's like a million games in this one. Keep your direct out of my direct. Yeah. Right. <laughs> How do you want to? All right, are go there about any this? that stand out to you? Like I didn't see this. I didn't look at it. Recol so, looks cool. It looks like Harvest Mooney, but you're playing as a cat. We we. Yeah, it's got like a cool. A mystery adventure where you explore a dark town by following trails of. No, see, you're doing it again. Rico Lit is the one above it. (laughs) (laughs) Why do they do that, yo? That's horrible, bro. It's picture text. No, you do not read articles on the internet. (laughs) You proceed with the title. Why would they put the image before the title? It's horrible. Um. So Snacko, sorry, Snacko is interesting looking. (laughs) <laughs> it, it looks like Har- Harvest Moon, but you play as a cat. Yeah, it looks like two, it's doing that two D three D thing again. Yeah, um, I'm uh, scrolling. Harvest I'm scrolling. Moon mixed with Animal Crossing. Huh? Oh, Harvest yeah. Moon mixed with Animal Crossing. Yeah, I could see that. Big city kitties. <laughs> you play as two big city kitties starting a new <laughs> life. <laughs> sorry this is funny to say big city kitties it's started with cats and then uh skate um, skate bird i keep skate seeing skate bird it's starting to catch oh, my yeah. eye <laughs> no people freaking love this game i, I don't know why i've but seen it's... people playing this they really? people love being a realistic a photorealistic bird, bird on a skateboard and you can like flap and glide through the air yeah it's i guess people just love being a little skateboard a little cute bird yeah. i've seen this no, that's and that's it's, amazing. It's done in the way of like a Tony Hawk, right? Yeah. But you're a bird. It's like Tony Hawk combined with like Goat Simulator, though. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, goofy. So you're like a legit bird, but you get to wear like sick hats. Yeah. And the music is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got really chill music. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think that's why people love it so much. I think um I think both me and you would like this one. So this one's called Yokai Inn. It's a slice of life game where you run a little inn and make friends with spirits. It includes farming, fishing, cooking, and crafting. <laughs> it's our it, it's our need to like manage property and yeah. like create comfort. Have like, responsibility, but not have too much like yeah, not too much responsibility. responsibility. <laughs> Oh man! Because I think like I think we are both very capable of being that character in an anime that just runs. We, mm. we run that bar that serves just enough people mm. to stay afloat. 
yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah. like live that comfortable life of a bar owner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so man. yeah, it's yeah. I would play that. Um, and then we got Kokapa's Coca- Coca- Atlas. Um, on an oh, uncharted man. planet, you'll explore, chart the world, craft, farm, and build something new. There's a there's a pattern here, guys. Um, I wish I had read some of these a little better because some of these uh, look very strange. Yeah, these are this uh, is the weird announcement. This one, like, there's one called Lake, and it says Meredith, a hardworking career woman in 1986, takes a two week break from her stressful life to return to her hometown and deliver mail. What? Just a mail delivery what? simulator? What? <laughs> but she's on vacation? Like, what? <laughs> Yo, it show, you see the gameplay? She's like, you're like GTA style driving the mail truck through like these different terrains. This looks like one of those games that's just like ridiculously peaceful. Like, wow. very like meditation. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's funny though. But that's probably what uh, Mythic Ocean actually is. I was is. just looking at that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to read the... Uh... Sure. Uh, it says Mythic Ocean is an adventure game where you try to teach gods to be better <laughs> and where your choices shape the fate of the entire universe. So it's probably like a aquarium-type sandbox-type game where you're... Uh, what was that game? Bro- oh, Dust. Dust. Did you ever yeah. play Dust? I played Dust, um, yeah. I played Dust. Dust was a very good game where you had to like play God essentially, mm-hmm. um, and help these people like these little develop, like, yeah, these little cavemen, primitive um, people, yeah, yeah. So uh, that uh, gives me those type of vibes, mm-hmm. but maybe um, not as drawn out. For sure, I'm still scroll. I'm scrolling through. Hot Button for City. One. This looks what is but Button City? Garden okay, story. what is letters? A written adventure. Sarah, a young Swiss girl, writes letters to her pen pal where you choose the words to express how she views her world. So I, the reason I stopped and read this one is because for those that can't see this or, or haven't seen this stuff, this it's like a little girl on a piece of paper and she's literally carrying words around. Mm-hmm. So that's strange. Um, this game sounds hot, hot insane. Um, What's up? It's called a walk with Yaya. Not insane. I'm extremely being exaggerating, but just weird. Uh, A game about walking around the neighborhood and talking with your grandma after she's had a fall, trying to help her rebuild her confidence. (laughs) (laughs) So like (laughs) sincere. (laughs) It's got this cute little art style. That's awful. (laughs) Which way should we go? Left or right? <laughs> You're probably gonna be making like dialogue choices away from the curb. Yeah, <laughs> your grandma. By the end of it, gra- I was okay. like, grandma gets splashed when car drives by. I was like, by, the end of, by the end of it, she's ready to to step off of the curb. Yeah, <laughs> she's got her confidence back. She's found herself again. Oh, oh man. Um, still scrolling. There's a lot of games. Oh my god, I don't like, battle like, cakes. I can't- Oh, what'd you say? Battle cakes. I can't play games that destroy me. I'm just going to throw that out there. What you mean? Emotionally? I can't play games that emotionally destroy me. Yeah. That's my favorite, probably. Because I I don't be wanting to finish them and stuff. Yeah. I can't do this. (laughs) I'm sorry, Grandma. I can't do it. No. (laughs) Are you hyped for battle cakes? Turn-based RPG where you you play as sentient cupcakes? Hell and yeah! You fight dessert items and dessert like if the this, adventure. Now, if this was an isometric tactical strategy yeah. game, 
It'd be I, like it would be a day one purchase. That's hilarious. But because it's just turn based, I'll wait. Yeah. Um, scrolling or scrolling or scrolling. Nothing super crazy yet. Nothing super. What the heck? What is this? Widow. No, this I'm one not. is super That's... wholesome. Okay. Taso Taso Machi behind the twilight. A 3D exploration adventure where you explore a silent town and get to know its inhabitants as you try to repair your airship. <laughs> and it just looks like this, like, um, it kind of looks like one of those Genshin cities where yeah. it's like this very lush, green, Asian-inspired city over water. Yeah. Um, so, like, that sounds like, yeah, I've just crashed here and uh, just going to hang out with the townsfolk till I fix my ship. <laughs> That's interesting. These are also like weird. These well, games are up. like so cool. Did you see Bear and Breakfast? <laughs> I did. I didn't read it though. Oh, okay. Pinefall Resort in Shamble is in Shambles and you're the bear who has to put it back together. Rebuild your bed and breakfast into a thriving inn and be wary of the creature that lurks in the night. <laughs> oh my god. What could be lurking in the night? You're the bear. <laughs> yeah, wait, what? What's lurking? Are you like just scaring away the? Are you trying not to like scare away the inns? Well, sleepers? I don't know how you could be because you're the innkeeper. So it's like Bigfoot, the monster. Like who's the monster? Yeah, that's so weird. Be aware oh, of the wow. creature that lurks. In All there. right, wholesome games. I'm keeping my eye on you. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's that's probably pretty much it for wholesome games. Yeah. Um. Oh my God. I'm. There's so many indie games. Let's see that how many are in this time. next in this next page. <laughs> uh, so we got the Gorilla Collective um, day two. I know we did day one last time. Um, oh, okay. And there was a bunch of indie games. So um, I'm probably gonna do the same thing here, where I scroll through and find interesting things. Um, let me see what we got. Akatori. This looks kind of cool. Akatori. Wait. Make sure I'm not. See, this one reversed it. This one what has the mean? videos under the titles. It's <laughs> insane. Um, but I'm not going to read the synopsis. Basically, Akatori is like a cool pixel art 2D action game where it looks like you fight with like a Goku power pole. Um, and there's a lot of like monk type of vibes to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just it looks like a fun action game I would play. Um, so that looks cool. Um, they talked about Among Us, it seems, is getting a pretty big update. Um, okay. Let's. I mean, they gotta make a bunch more maps, right? They have to, yeah. How, how many maps do they have? I don't want to be wrong. I. Yeah, I, I don't want to be wrong. I know it's more than four. Can you just guess? I'm not gonna hold you to it. I was gonna say five, maybe. It would be. Oh, my yeah, guess. then they need a bunch more maps. Yeah. Because I'm like, that's the only way you keep that game alive because people get used to who lies about what. Exactly. Especially so you if you're need playing with new the same things people. for people to lie about. To lie about, <laughs> yep. Um, I think Yo, they should add they, some more mini games too. What if they like first person it? Ooh. Somebody, what if they, they should like, let somebody mod that at least. Yeah, like what if you first person among us and it's like you're running and it's like you, you know, you only have your field of vision in front of you yeah just like in the game and then like yeah somebody slightly like everybody wears full jumpsuits of their color yeah so if you briefly see somebody be like oh i just saw red flash <laughs> <laughs> but i was in this area like bro 
Where, where my modders at? Yo, no, guys, somebody could do that. Free ideas. Just do it. Come on. I wonder if there are mods for Among Us. Like, I haven't even looked into it. Why? Um, but I'm like, I've literally never seen whispers of a first person Among Us. And I think that would be I, hype. Yeah, that would because be Because that would, cool. like, so add to the, like... <laughs> Keep the same, like, 2D papery aesthetic, though. Like, when you're in that first... Like, you know how, like, old Wolfenstein games and stuff used to look? Like, still have it yeah. be that kind of t- half 2D-ish when you're down in the first person view. That would be really cool. You'd um, be still be so mad when someone stabbed you from behind, though. You'd be like, how did Oh yeah, you're because your screen would just like go red. You wouldn't even yeah. see it. <laughs> it would be crazy. You just hear the music and everything. It would be <laughs> so much more immersive. Um, yeah, it would be because you could actually scare people that way. Absolutely. Um, what if you? Oh no, hold on. I'm sorry. I'll no, stop. No, you're good. But like, what if you had the like, uh, like you're the murderer in the Among Us, and you had like a something you could like drag on the floor, and you just hear like this. <laughs> like a sound or something yeah, yeah when you're about to die you're like no well you try to run it's too late because weren't you like when you're the imposter you're like an alien or something like you'd like have teeth and stuff like you're not human. yeah yeah and some of the times you would kill it would just be like Chomp. they would just eat the person yeah, yeah. there's something crazy oh, oh my man. gosh yeah, no, okay free, free idea. ideas guys for sure um and it, <laughs> now i'm looking at um bpm bullets per minute um and this is basically like a first person shooter, but it's also a, a rhythm game. So you have to yeah. like shoot and stuff on beat and use your abilities like on beat with the music that's playing. Um, uh-huh. I just think that's a really cool idea for a rhythm game. That I, I like seen. rhythm based. I, I like any type of rhythm based games pretty yeah. much. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, one you missed though that I find interesting Black Book uh, mm-hmm. is a narrative focused RPG with card based combat. Mm-hmm. Um, with roots in Slavic mythology, um, so it says explore a mysterious magical world. With Wait, real quick. By Sorry it. to interrupt you. I gotta unlock my door. Keep reading. I'll be right back. Yeah. Oh, you're fine. So it says gameplay inspired by Slay the Spire, uh, which you guys know is a game that I also like to play way too much. Um, so I would. I'm curious about Black Book. It's got a. It almost looks like a a Banner Saga type art style here. So yeah, yeah. Ooh. Interesting, interesting. Oh wait, no, I'm looking at the wrong video. Ha! <laughs> now I'm doing what Tiz did. Uh Black Book has a 3D type top-down art art style. But yeah, that's interesting, interesting. Um I've returned. You're good. Alright. Um, wow this one there's some quirky ones in here behind the frame behind the uh so all i said was black book was inspired by slay the spire which you know mm, i love yeah that game um and then behind the frame is a ghibli which did um spirit away princess mononoke those movies oh nice um behind the frame is a ghibli looking puzzle game about a young artist trying to find herself as she paints in her room Mm. I was watching the art style. Uh, it looks like Banner Saga, right? But it's mm-hmm. kind of like in first person. And the person's like drawing. So you're like drawing in the painting that mm-hmm. the person's painting, I guess, in, to figure out puzzles. Okay. So that's... I haven't played an art-based puzzle art game. Puzzle. I yeah. don't think in a long time. So that'd be cool. I agree. I don't think yeah. I have either. This, this, Mira. this one... Oh, was that one you want to read? Or no, I was looking. I'm reading like you now. I'm looking at the bottom. It's actually death. It's confusing. Trash. All right, but go ahead. So confusing. It's very confusing. Um, but this is probably the biggest one. I didn't know this was gonna be under this category, but this is probably the biggest one. I keep seeing this game, and I'm so hyped for it. 
Um, it's called Demon Turf, and it's basically like a. It looks very kind of classic Mario, like platforming and and the way you move through the world and fight enemies and stuff. But the art style is like none that I've ever seen. Like it like mixes 2D and 3D in like a crazy like the main character is 2D and she like mm-hmm. is flat against a like kind of cardboardy like 3D looking world. Mm-hmm. Um and it just it it just looks really cool. It's like the platforming looks exactly like what I would want. It's um, so weird. It just looks like a really cool game. Um so I'm super hyped for this. I love mixed media in What's that? in any form. What mixed you mean? media yeah using different types of media together okay got you so like like you're saying like you put a 2d pencil drawing on like a 3d, 3D background. pixar background i don't know why it looks so good like yeah it just does because this is what like this type reminds me of that one game i kept t- t- telling you about uh the baobab's mausoleum yeah because a lot of stuff like this okay that's definitely dope yeah um so yeah definitely hype for that uh sorry i'm gonna <laughs> rewind again yeah. uh this is my first time seeing this for you guys so i'm sorry too uh but uh death trash looked interesting because it said recalls it elements of old school rpg in a world full of cosmic horrors it mm. uses real-time combat and handcrafted levels uh that can be played alone or in local co-op this looks very um, i'm always looking for co-op games so yeah. uh i like that this definitely looks cool from the gameplay yeah yeah continue um let me see. Still looking. Fire girl. <laughs> that looks awful. That looks Fire, yeah, you're I like mean. a firefighter. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, that one looks weird. Yo, can we get a fire force game? What would I it be? Like that. a fighting game? Or like No, just like a like a action uh just like a beat 'em up. A three D like action. 3D game. Beat em up. Yeah. That'd be Not cool. even a beat 'em up, just like uh I'm trying to think like We've seen these like weird 3D shell cell shaded action games. Yeah. Um, something like I'm thinking like that. I'm trying to. There's oh my god, there's a game on the tip of my tongue. I would take a moose, and I game. can't think of it. <laughs> oh my god, that would be insane. I'd take a fire. But yeah, some, we need something to use all of Shoto's or cool flashy powers. What's his uh, name? Shinra. Shinra. We need yeah. something to use all of Shinra's moves on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his cool flashy fa- fire moves yeah That'd oh be dope. just do it in this no do it in the style of kakarot yeah 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 that could work it yeah. could definitely work um and then hold up do we got anything else oh my god they're making another hello, hello neighbor, neighbor game. Two. yeah i just saw is it that. gonna get creepier than it already is and neighbors controlled by an advanced ai that learns from your behavior <laughs> oh no they said he becomes increasingly harder to avoid and outsmart. No, I don't want the creepy neighbor to have AI. Jeez, he's gonna be smart now. No, he stalks you. I don't want him to learn from me. Yeah, I have habits. Yeah, <laughs> gotta break him. Ooh, break hunt the night. That just sounds like a cool name. Hunt the night does sound cool. Oh, hunt the night is. You're not reading this one. Inspired by titles like Bloodborne and Castlevania. Oh no. I just I'm just kind of looking at the square like the image that's on the front of the video. He is literally judging books for their cover right now. Absolutely, this does look like 2D kind of. Okay, this looks cool. This looks like Zelda mixed with Dark Souls. 
Whoa, Loot River is an action roguelite with Tetris elements? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> nice to meet cool. you. Yeah. This is weird. Actually. What's up with this combat system? Interesting. Like fighting little demons on this like water and then they're like puzzling the pieces together. Describe to us what you're seeing. What I'm seeing? <laughs> yeah. So What are yeah. you watching? Oh, it's that same. It's Loot River. Oh, but, okay. Um, I didn't click on it. <laughs> they're like fighting on these like puzzle pieces on the ground and moving. Like he's using like the right stick to move the floor, and then he's using the left stick to like move his character right. on this river. And he's like connecting these pieces to make different paths. It's crazy. It's yeah. It's a lot going on. It's uh, like yeah. Each piece puzzle piece is technically like a raft and. Your other stick is the character that moves between the rafts. So you're yeah. moving the rafts and the character. Exactly. <laughs> um, up a river. Yo, people wow. people do not run out of ideas. No. It just doesn't You're happen. very right about that. <laughs> All right. For time's sake, I'm going to scroll through a little faster. Yeah, you're fine. Um, cereal cleaners. That's your game. <laughs> um, I'd never beat that game, man. That game was fun, though. Really? Yeah. Severed Steel. What else we got? We got anything. There's so many games. All right. Trash <laughs> Sailors. Trash. A hand-drawn oh, co-op it. sailing game for up to four players. Trash Sailors ask you to build and pilot an extremely unsafe boat. <laughs> in qu- they use boat in quotation marks. That is Made of funny. garbage <laughs> before taking taking to the seas, destroying monsters, borders, and hopefully not yourselves. That could be fun. Uh, this looks fun, yeah, in co-op. Absolutely. Yeah, Boat Chaos. That's insane. <laughs> With friends, it looks so goofy. Oh my god, it that's a weird art style. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So that's that's probably good for this one. Um, yeah, guys, go check out the, a lot more. Go check out the full full articles. Yeah, so many indie games. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm. I might skip some of these. Um. You want to do... talk about uh? Oh, you're in IGN now. Yeah. Um, so IGN had an expo. There's one game in particular I want to talk about from here, um, which is the new Borderlands game, the new fantasy mm-hmm. Borderlands game. So it's kind of a spinoff of that. So Borderlands, what was it, 2, I believe, had a DLC called, uh, it was like Dungeons and Dragons theme, basically, um, with Tiny Tina, one of the characters. And it was like, she was like narrating a Dungeons and Dragons game and there's like skeletons and magic and all that type of stuff. And it seems like mm-hmm. this is going to be a full game just in that style. And it's going to, they're going to go in with like the powers and have like melee combat and, and all this stuff. So I think that's an unexpected turn for a next Borderlands game, but in the best way. Um, so I'm definitely excited for that. Nice. Um, Can I shout out one? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so for one, I'm looking at Court Keeper. Mm because my child heart is always searching for that next game that's going to give me those Minecraft feelings back. Mm. Um and I also personally just as a as a gamer love mining games in general. Mm. Um because I've always wanted to like be able to mine for diamonds like a crazy person. Oh, uh, you need uh, to play yeah. um there's one on Switch. I'll think of it later and send it to you. Oh, okay. It's but one that cool. I like. this this is Core Keepers, a 2D-based building sandbox mining game uh, coming to PC later this year. Gameplay, gameplay loop centers on building a base within an ancient cavern and then using materials gained Sorry. by mining. 
I'm watching the video. There's other players, pl- like mad players, playing together. Uh, by gathering materials and crafting new items, you'll eventually be able to power up the core, which is a mysterious relic. So I like that, like vague goal. But you have like one goal, right? But it takes you so long to get to that one goal. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a Subnautica, kind of like a Minecraft, kind of like a Stardew Valley, um, type game. So yeah. Yeah, it's like so. You say Corekeeper had multiplayer. It's like ten players playing together right now. <laughs> it says expand, upgrade, and defend your camp together. Okay, so that could be that could be really fun. That's insane. Yeah. No, that's that's. Oh cool. my god, that spider is ginormous. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need ten people to you fight to that fight giant that spider. Jesus. Just run. <laughs> okay, so yeah. it does. It has like uh, what is it, terraria like visuals, but like way more detailed, Detail, so you can yeah. see your character better and stuff like that. That's the reason I hated that game because I couldn't yeah, see anything. Couldn't see anything. Because my friend tried to get me into Terraria, and I wanted to like it, but I was like, oh my god, I can't see anything. Right, exactly. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah. Any others um, that pique your interest in here? Uh, this one might be cool. Survival Machine is the unique co-op survival game that asks you to fight your way through a zombie apocalypse while building a town that literally drives its way across the, the world. The moving town? Um, oh my god. Yes, I like that concept um, in games. And the art style, this is that weird polygonal papery uh art style mm-hmm. i really like this is um cool. so that it looks this game looks intense like the camera work in this trailer is insane it's so um, like hectic not hectic actiony it, like. it, lit- <laughs> it literally is like a big platform with wheels and there Some are houses. ropes hanging off the side and you're jumping on and off of this giant moving thing and defending it that's, um that's and cool adding concept. materials that could be pretty fun. They got um, different weather, different a, environments. It looks like grass, desert, snow. That's like a twenty twenty two. I'm hype. Uh, this is this is looking good. I like There's a this. A lot of games. Um, Death Gambit looks pretty sick. There's not a lot of information on it, but just from the visual I see here at the bottom. So Death um, Gambit itself is actually a game that's out right now. I think this is oh, okay. Okay, an expansion. Oh, okay, um, to okay. the game it's, never seen it, it it's basically marketed as a 2d dark souls um so that's oh, okay, kinda, okay it's one of those i've um, never seen that before so that looks pretty cool and then speaking of dark souls mortal shell also getting dlc um i still haven't played that game but it's on my like i have like a list of souls like games that i want to play um, oh okay okay and it's on there you <laughs> you a separate genre list <laughs> yeah it's gross <laughs> uh black what is this black skylands looks pretty interesting it's a shooter black skylands. uh studio i'll leave that um uh, i'm just scrolling down split gate but yeah um, black... ew they're having me. a smite and stranger things crossover. that's weird that's oh. a weird crossover smite and stranger things okay like who's gonna be the smite characters that you play as is it is it 11 uh, i guess i guess it would be a, um uh but yeah that looks pretty much it for me yeah Ooh, i might play this unpacking game <laughs> a mindful a mindful puzzle game task you with carefully well unpacking boxes into a series of gorgeously illustrated rooms yeah. it, it'll settle my ocd it feels it feels nice. 
Yeah. Oh wow. This is a lot. I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop. No, this All is right. a lot. We're at the bottom. Um. Oh, and the last one I'll just shout out is a uh, Splitgate. Slip. Splitgate. I got that scrolled past it now. Um. Yeah. Splitgate. Um. And it's basically it's been I think in early access or something on PC for a while, but it's coming to consoles now too. And it's ba- and it's gonna be crossplay. So yeah, yeah, for crossplay games, more crossplay games. But it's basically uh marketed as like Halo meets Portal. So like Halo multiplayer with like you're shooting like portals that connect to each other and jump and throw. Um, okay wow oh yeah. and last thing because this is just trippy uh mm-hmm. haunted space looks haunted like a space. game it said it mixes starship dogfighting with cosmic horror as you pilot Whoa. a fire and take down twisted god they're literally in starship shooting like a giant evil looking space whale really hold on what's that, the title oh snap and then they have like oh it's haunted space i'm looking for it you're like crafting your ship and then you're going out and then you're fighting like weird space horror monsters that's different (laughs) i've never seen anything like that yeah this looks wild but it's like stars it's like star fox type uh gameplay flying yeah that's cool that is all right i'm hyped this whole showcase just now is like look at all these games a lot of really good looking games coming people are getting creative again yeah i'm gonna give you guys this Thank you. <laughs> that slow clap sounds so realistic. <laughs> like for no reason. Because um, it's just me in a room clapping really loud. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so next up, probably my most hyped thing ever from any E3 ever. No, I'm just kidding. I'm exaggerating. Um, but Elden Ring, I won't I'll try not to spend too much time on it because <laughs> That's I, what you're rushing the other ones. You're like, I gotta get to Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> um so basically they they gave a little story synopsis um it's kind of long so i won't really read it and it's kind of just like confusing but it's yeah no kidding because it has to do with george r R. martin yeah it's about demigods (laughs) a a great ring that that is like magical um kind of like lord of the ring style uh it's kind of follows a similar thing like you know how dark souls has like the ashen one the the undead the in this game you're the tarnished um, so it's kind of following that whole type of thing. So it's tarnished. Yeah, <laughs> you're the tarnished. Yo, pass me that polished, cuz <laughs> that polished. I'm tarnished. You know that's gonna be the whole thing too. You're gonna pop the little whatever you're you pop. Polishes. You're gonna be yeah. You're gonna be polished. You're gonna be sterling. No, it's gonna be sterling. Ew, <laughs> you're ew, gonna be sterling. Ew. <laughs> you're gonna be sterling. You are now the bronze. Yeah. Or will you be like the gilded? Ooh, that would be cool too. Yo, I'm uh, done. I'm out. <laughs> guys no, i'm not mad at it i'll be here all week i'm out <laughs> i'm not mad at it uh so they showed like a trailer and then also talked about some features um so i'm gonna just read the some of the oh my god this info. art it's crazy it's amazing yeah it is sorry um, guys go ahead i'm one thing though about the art i'm wondering if it's actually gonna look i don't feel like it's gonna look as good as demon souls because it's also coming out on ps4 um yeah I, and it's not still- blue point i don't even mean that quality but yeah like the just the art the art style <laughs> just yeah. the design it's a lot um it is very from software though like um i'd say a little more colorful maybe even than usual i'm sorry just wait up to that remake of this game yeah and then you get oh it on the ps you get the remake on ps5 it's gonna be clean as hell wait seven years yo it is but the color is 
brighter but yet still just Muddy. muted enough yeah yeah like it's still uh it's, it's like they turned up the saturation a little bit but it mm. works i feel like it's gonna um, have particles they're gonna go crazy ooh, with look the at particles. that dragon yeah dragon um but oh, yeah, this some, looks fun some of the new stuff Sorry. we learned no you're good you're good um this is gonna be the biggest I feel like game you do <laughs> with what no i'm just saying like staring at it, i'm like oh it's so like Ooh. yeah it's bright and colorful and it's like oh it's real yeah. it's not it's not a fake game that doesn't exist yeah <laughs> it feels like uh, when we when we first saw death stranding that's what this feels exactly. like exactly yeah. you're like what i'm gonna get to play this on the console i own like that's insane i never thought the day would come makes your console feel brand new yeah um, oh look oh it was like a cool skeleton deer with like neon coming off of him mm-hmm. okay i'm stopping this video you have like continue. a spirit horse that you ride around on i'm not watching this video <laughs> continue <laughs> but yeah so this is their biggest game it's gonna be uh pretty open world like they haven't really done a full-on open world game before um and you're gonna ha- be going through different environments all that type of stuff you get a, a horse because um you need to travel farther um the world is seamless so there's gonna be no <clears throat> uh loading screens it seems which is pretty impressive um dynamic weather so it's gonna have dynamic weather and day night progression so it's the weather's just gonna change naturally and it's gonna go day to night day to night whatever um so that's a completely new thing that's never been in a souls game usually the area is just the area like and it's static and it only changes like there might be some trigger that you do like you beat a boss and then the area changes but it's never like dynamic it's never been dynamic before um mm-hmm. so that's cool um there are a lot more npcs it seems like in this game so good npcs and bad npcs um, npcs you can talk to um it seems like there's going to be a lot more story focus and dialogue in this game as opposed to other um souls games which they have dialogue but it's not really dialogue it's more just a character like talking at you about something random Mm -hmm. in the world um just giving you like context and stuff like that um all different types of environments like i mentioned um oh you're trying here's the goal you're trying to become an elden lord um so yeah you're coming from being a tarnished and you're trying to become an elden lord um kind of follows the same structure as other souls games create a character is back so you're still making your own character and they can i'm sure they're going to be as be able to be as like wonky and crazy as always um because that's always been a thing a staple of souls games um and what is this upgrade your ps4 xbox one version for new gen uh, upgrade path previous gen for xbox owners playstation okay so i guess the update is upgrade is just free um it's just buy you buy the game once and you get both versions okay um, so that yeah, seems that's cool. usually the, that's normal yeah so that's about all we know about elden ring so far but it exists it's coming january um 2022 i forget the exact day um yeah super hype about that um and then next up what do we have um battlefield 2042 is announced i'm not gonna go super far into that uh obviously it takes place saw that yeah it it, looks so intense (laughs) it does um and the thing about this i think that people are hype about is it's been a while since one battlefield has been kind of on a decline for a while they've been doing a lot of like old school like world war one world war two stuff yeah retro yeah retro stuff um the last game had a whole entire failed battle royale mode that kind of gave it a bad name 
Um, so this is kind of getting people hype again to go back to like the futuristic battlefield. Um, it's going to be the first battlefield for next gen consoles, which is another thing. Um, it, they're expanding the map sizes, the, the amount of players on a single map. Um, 128 players in, in single in, in matches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other weird interesting thing is that this game will only have multiplayer i guess at least at launch so there won't be a campaign or a battle royale mode um i thought that was interesting i imagine maybe it'll come later and it's just kind of like a time thing like a development time thing um Mm -hmm. so we'll have to see on that but there isn't much else to say other than obviously 2042 it's like a kind of a more future setting um and it's also a prequel to battlefield 2142 which it was a pure futuristic battlefield game that came out back in the day um, that a lot of people liked Um, so yeah that's that's the battlefield news and then last up for the news section um i got netflix and a bunch of announcements um tell me if there's any specific announcements that you want to talk about i'm mostly focusing on like all the new anime they're announcing well Um, you know what one has my attention yeah yeah the godzilla john no oh resident evil infinite darkness oh i did not know (laughs) um but yeah resident evil infinite darkness new 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 anime um do you think it's gonna be cg or 2d oh it's definitely cg it's definitely you haven't seen it they've got an actual trailer up now oh okay Um, it's it's 3d animated gotcha yeah um okay so that, that could be cool still though i think Okay, um, can you keep talking while I run from my door for a second? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. So I'm going to just read right the uh, little synopsis. So Capcom and Netflix's animated series, which unites Leon S. Kennedy and Claire Redfield after the events of Resident Evil 4. Um, yeah, basically, that's that's what it is. So it's going to be right after RE4, which I guess makes sense because after RE4 was RE5. And that followed Chris and not Leon. So I guess this is going to follow Leon. Um, so that could definitely be cool. Um, and then we got Godzilla Singular Porn, which we've talked about mad times before. Um, so that's one that my sister is looking forward to. So we will get there. And then we got uh, Masters of the Universe uh, Revelation. Um, and they did, I actually wanted my sister to get back to talk about this because she loves mark hamill but mark hamill will be playing skeletor in this um who is i think like the biggest villain i guess of that franchise um and kevin smith is someone i guess i don't know she would probably know who kevin smith is oh you're good i was just talking about how you like mark hamill and he's playing skeletor in the masters of the universe yes um because Mark I, Hamill does the best Joker voice ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Kevin Smith. I said you might know who that is because the name doesn't. Uh, what's that in? This uh, isn't Masters, Masters of the, of the Universe. Universe. Yeah. That's oh, Kevin okay. Smith, Kevin like an actor or something, a famous. No, actor. no, no. Kevin Smith is a director. Um, okay. He's the one that. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. There's something you would know him from, but he used to be, he was best friends with, like, Ben Affleck, but he gets a lot of flack for, like, he's kind of like a... Do you know the movie Clerks? I've heard of it, yeah. 
he's kind of like a he's got like he's like a cult movie director so he's got like some acclaim okay but like he doesn't have a whole lot but he likes to talk a lot about other people's movies Uh, okay he's one of those guys so like but he also is just a huge movie fan in general right um so he also has like a podcast called like spoilers where they just talk about movies um every time a big dc thing comes out he does like a big uh feature about it um Mm. so he's also he's a huge comic he's the one his daughter is named harley quinn like his daughter's name is That's literally crazy. Harley Quinn. In real life. Uh Harley Quinn Smith is his daughter's That's name. That's funny. Yeah. So oh he's like God. a huge, huge comic book nerd. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, but okay. yeah, so yeah, Kevin Smith is like kind of like he's a director, but then he's like on the scene as being like a a personality in this kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so yeah, that could be pretty cool. And then this one's so kind of he's int- in Masters of the Universe. Yeah, he's uh Okay, okay. It says, well, I I don't know if this just means he's the director. It just says Kevin Smith as Kevin Smith. So I, maybe that just oh, means Oh, okay. He's, so he's, and maybe he's just a character? Yeah, maybe he's... It just shows up in comments? It could be, yeah. <laughs> could be weird, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch this, though, because I have li- little exposure to... Uh, this is He-Man, right? Yeah, Masters this is of the Universe, yeah. I have little exposure other than our, our, our brother's rubber band toys that were left in my closet for my <laughs> Yo, Skeletor is one of the... Skeletor is one of those characters that, like, when he shows up somewhere else, he's always hilarious. Yeah. Because he's like, ah. He's, so he's like, one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, generic vi- evil villainy. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's such a generic, <laughs> like, evil villain. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. I'm going to watch Look that. Look He-Man. <laughs> the voice. Yeah, it's the place that gets me. It's perfect. And then this next one's kind of interesting. So you remember that movie Bright with uh, Will Smith? (laughs) Yeah, I was hoping that's not what this was. (laughs) So this is a samurai anime based in that world um, with the like with the orcs and stuff. Okay. Um, So yeah, it's gonna be wait wait based in the world that those fantasy creatures came from, or based in the world where they're in our world uh i think just in a Sorry. world where those orc <laughs> creatures exist okay the same okay. orc creatures i don't know if it's the same chronology you know what i mean like as oh the Will it's Smith a movie. prequel oh it is a prequel okay because look it says Izo, a ronin and raiden and orc work to bring a young elf girl and the wand she carries to the land of the elves in the north or maybe it's afterwards because that's what the plot of the movie was oh you think it's just a samurai retelling of the girl with the wand you think it's just a retelling of the same story it could be or it could be a prequel to how they got to our realm maybe right okay but yeah so it's a yeah it's a human person ronin and then it's a orc yeah so they're doing the like human Human fantasy character pairing again yeah Yeah. buddy cop (laughs) yeah they're doing that again i think it could work even better as an anime though i'm not gonna lie yeah i was like maybe it'll work better this way okay i see the the animations this little screen cap looks cool yeah maybe it'll work better in this form yeah um a new anime oh man oh sorry go ahead oh i'm sorry i was saying if they went the route of some of those like travel animes that we see where people are just like roving you know roaming across the land wandering uh, like a samurai shampoo or something like that mm-hmm. um if they take that route with it it might be good that could be really cool yeah uh, i'm hyped netflix is diving so deep into just making new anime um mm-hmm. an anime movie called make my day 
um, about a cold planet of ice and snow, mysterious creatures have suddenly appeared from the dark underground and have begun to attack the inhabitants. Um, can humanity survive the terror lurking beyond the horizon? Um, so one of those kind of, I guess, po- not post-apocalypse, but desolate planet humans fighting creatures type of thing, surviving. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm into that. I'm into yeah. that. Because it's either going to be very, it's either going to be, like, a good suspense, like, horror action round, or it's mm-hmm. going to be hilarious to make fun of. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's one of those two options. One or the <laughs> other. Um, And then what we got, Exception, which is a futuristic. creepy. This does look creepy. A futuristic horror anime. Um, I don't really think there's... A new space horror anime based on a new story by Hirotaka Adachi um, with yeah, Final Fantasy character designer. Interesting. Uh, that's all the info we really have. Um, Eden Zero is coming to Netflix. Was not expecting that. <laughs> um, August 26th, so I'm definitely going to watch that there. Why not? To... They're like, we take good shit and we take just shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> exactly. Um, They're like we have we have Castlevania, but we also have Kagister. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I watched that like out of the corner of my eye while someone else was watching it, and I was like, Ugh, "What I is this?" I watched so many crappy shows like that where I'm just like, "Oh well, I'm just gonna hang in the room while you're watching this." Yeah. So I can like, I can absorb some and see what's about. Yeah. Don't don't have to say <laughs> okay. I watched it though. Yeah, I was just like, sorry, I'm still laughing at the other thing where I'm like, oh, we take, we do good shit, but we also just take regular shit. Yeah, <laughs> we'll anything. Somebody will like everything. Uh, but no, I, I have, I hope, I feel some affinity for it, at least just based on the fact that it's similar to something that I already like. Yeah, it's, it's That's future fairy tale. For it. Yeah. Technology fairy tale. If there's a girl, if that girl acts like Lucy, she's gonna act just like Lucy. And that one thing acts like Happy. Yeah, the dude's gonna act just like Natsu. Natsu, Yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. I think we're there with it. And then Big Dog Shaman King, um, is coming August finally. Yeah, so both of these coming August. Finally, I know. Uh, God, August 9th, That's so. Oh my God! Netflix be late. That's like two months away. Netflix be late. Yeah, Netflix be so late. Jesus. So late. Um, I wonder if they're they can't be the ones dubbing it right themselves. Um, it could be. They could be. Or they have a deal with like Funimation or something. Because Crunchyroll was the one dubbing theirs, I think. Hmm, that's true. Um. So. And then we got a new Mobile Suit Gundam. Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway. It's a weird name. Um, but just <laughs> another Gundam. Mobile Suit Gundam and Hathaway. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Ew, hold on. This is like a nope. weird CG Gundam. Yeah, no, that's a pass. Not yeah. watching that. Um, oh, I thought you were saying ill to the next thing. <laughs> yeah, this definitely too. What is this? Twilight of the Gods. Zack Snyder Zach- is making an anime based on Norse, Norse mythology. Why do they keep giving him money? <laughs> Why do they keep giving him money? Because he's got vision. Uh. He's got vision. <laughs> you think it's gonna be bad? Everything he makes is bad. Everything? Everything he has made since Watchmen has been bad. 
I thought Watchmen Name was bad. Name one thing that he's made since Watch- <laughs> Watchmen that was bad. I thought Watchmen was bad. Okay, then everything he's made since 300 is bad. I didn't know he made Watchmen. Yeah, that's I love 300. <sighs> Dang, that's unfortunate. But I like... Uh, he's going to ruin something I like again. <laughs> Zach, stay away from my stuff! <laughs> sorry. You heard that, Zach. <laughs> Guys, sorry. <laughs> I was that. like... So I'm coming off this high of like... Devolver's got great games. IGN showed us some stuff. We got mm-hmm. the Elden Ring looks hype. And then you didn't like, and then it's like cool shows, anime, yeah. and then you end it on this turd. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I had the best birthday ever. Wait, wait, wait. And then I done. got home. We got a couple more. Okay. I was like, more. I got home and then I stepped in some poop right before <laughs> I walked in the house. That's the worst. That's the absolute <laughs> worst. You're like, ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my God. All right, go ahead. Yeah, we got we got some more. We're gonna brighten the mood back up. So we got a Splinter Cell anime coming, um, <laughs> based on the award-winning Ubisoft game, best-selling Ubisoft game, um, and some Sam Fisher action that could be cool. We got more Castlevania confirmed, and we know it will now be set in 1792 France um, during now the I French like they, Revolution. Now I feel like they just gave us the last season just to like make like make give themselves time some time yeah absolutely 1000 percent. that's what that was um and now they're just are they just gonna assassin's creed it now we're just gonna get vampires and mad different well, we time waited. i was like we would have waited for something good but why are they showing pictures of the old characters then i think that's just you know one of those things that news people oh, do when they don't will, have it will start oh he's in Richter. it no, what? it was saw Richter Belmont, the son of Sypha and Trevor. This is after? So, wait. Hold on. Castlevania took place before 1792? Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Okay. Okay, so it's going to be literally one generation later. So they're doing the whole Castlevania lineage thing that they do in the games. Because they do I that. I guess so. They do that in the game. I can't believe Sypha had a child with him. <laughs> Why? because like she i don't know she didn't she seemed like she cared about him but like i didn't think she would do that to oh wait did you ever finish it being no i haven't finished oh, it so that's all i'm fault. not saying <laughs> yeah no no no. you're fine like i i didn't necessarily assume that in the series on that's currently airing would show them having a son i just was like no. oh they're just taking that and running with it yeah so. But it's just like by yeah. the end, it's not really a spoiler, but by the end, they're like so in love that you can just, oh, yeah, obviously they had a child. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like they're so, well, no, they lean I'm, so heavy in the romance. Say that I'm like, some, I'm like, I can think of some fictional characters where it's like, oh, I think of Boma and Vegeta. Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I wouldn't say they're love so each in other. love they had a son. Yeah. I think they just had a son. They're stuck together. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm because of how good the last Castlevania was, the last run. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'll watch I'm, this. I'm ready for. I think I'm ready for a new character. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, new main character. And then uh, last up, we have the Cuphead show, um, which is an animated Cuphead series. Cuphead show. <laughs> and we got a little trailer with like the the Dice Head dude, King Dice. Um, and oh, he's like man. dancing on stage, being all cupheadish. Um, Cuphead has that potential to like slide into that meta area. The style is there, and, 
And so, yeah, like, oh my god, this animation looks amazing. Yeah. This is like old school vintage cartoon. Old, yeah. Yeah, but like clean. Yeah, it's cool. But it has that potential. It could it could slide into like flapjack territory, you know? It could. And it says it's gonna follow where, the two characters too, the cup dude and I would the, say where Cuphead and Mugman are like these two very positive, like normal kind of normal characters, but like very positive, mm-hmm. but live in a very dark and sinister world. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um but yeah, so I'm like because just watch and I'm like, ooh, this could be like a Cuphead. I mean, not a Cuphead, a Flapjack type show because I, mi- I miss shows like that. Because even when you play the game, when they have those little animated shorts in them, it's like, yo, mm-hmm. you're watching old school TV. Like, it just feels like a Tom yeah, and Derry yeah. just came on. Like, it's like the devil and he's like bouncing. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm hyped to just see what this is going to turn into. Um, yeah. And if the characters are going to talk, like, because in the game, Cuphead and Mugman don't talk. So I'm wondering if yeah. they're going to talk in this and have voices. But yeah. that brings us to the end of the news. Oh, my God. I felt like I was, like, super rushing through did that. They, sorry. Did they say no, what it would good. be rated? The show? Yeah. Um, I don't think it does. E. I think the game's rated E. Isn't it? Is it? There's no curse. I mean, there's, I like. They were smoking. I thought somebody. E10? Like, Devil or somebody was smoking in that game. Hold up. Cuphead ESRB. It's got to be, like, E10. It can't be. Cup. yeah e10 okay yeah, so it yeah. might be like a tv 14 maybe i would think so yeah. or you think it'll be like a tv 7 um it depends on if they dumb it down which i hope they don't like i hope they keep all mm-hmm. the imagery and stuff um mm-hmm. so probably like you said maybe tv 14 are those the two where the two ratings are there's no like in between no there's it goes from like tv 7 to like tv 14 and then it goes to like um mature and stuff Okay. That. Does Netflix rate things though? Do they follow yeah, that they rating do. still? Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, they have MA and 14. Gotcha, gotcha. And PG. Gotcha. Yeah, because that's the only way they can figure out how to sort stuff into the kids only category. Category. That makes sense. Uh yeah. But yeah, that's um All right. hefty, 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 hefty new section. That was so many. So we'll just go ahead and get right into that place we should be. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> One more button over. It was gonna happen at some point. Yeah. Whoa! We made it. We here. Oh. So yeah, I feel like I watched more anime than I did this week because I watched like twenty episodes of Ushio and Toro and like <laughs> twelve episodes of Kikaishi. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I did. I did watch my hero. I did, did as you? well. Okay. I remember Let's this get time. Into it. <laughs> um. This episode is a bit slower. Um. We just got yeah. some more like ex ex is exposition the right word? Yeah. Exposition. Yeah. yeah. We got more about um like what what Deku and is thinking about his new powers and stuff like that. Um. Interesting scenario of. They were trying to force his power out to try and so he could practice hiding it, it. essentially, right? No, so he could practice hiding it or like oh, not I letting he, it they out. They were trying to force it out so that he could control it better. No, I think they're trying to for they're trying to force him into like that danger zone where it was going to yeah. come out, but like so yeah. he could then not let it come out. I think at least which that, was in, 
That's what, at least I think okay. that's what All Might said. He was like, this, because Bakugo, remember Bakugo was like, it's not coming out. And he was like, yeah. no, this, he was like, calm down. This isn't, this is to teach him See, to we're hide We're not it. trying yeah. to get it to come out. Yeah, and yeah. he's just like, come out. <laughs> and Digu's like, but I don't feel anything at all. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, it's not coming out at all. It's not doing like, anything. Yeah. Which then, but Bakugo's like, but just let me do it more. Let me hurt him a little bit yeah. more. <laughs> He's like, but just a little more though. <laughs> Why does he gotta call him scum every time he refers? Oh my god, <laughs> everyone is scum. Like okay? Jesus. But ooh, um, I cannot remember. I think this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I'm really thinking about it, I think this scene did happen in the manga. Mm. Um, because not to, I'll jump. We can jump around, I guess, because like you said, yeah. it's, it's filling in. They're just filling in gaps between this tournament and what's gonna happen next. For sure. But. The one hype part of this episode was uh, Bakugo and and Shoto getting their provisional provisional license. Because mm. uh, after we have the cutaway of like the practice scene with Deku and stuff like that, uh, they cut to like uh, these criminals in the city. <laughs> and I, I called. I was like, "What is their name? Crime Wave?" Yeah. Um, because they were like literally surfing. surfing on a wave and just collecting people's purses That's and bags insane. as they went down the street. Yeah. And um, so they show uh, the limousine with, like, All Might and uh, Bakugo, but, like, they don't show their faces at first, right? Yeah. And they just show, like, they flash the hand of the hero license, and yeah. it's, like, this plastic credit card that says <laughs> hero on it. They're official now. <laughs> it killed me. But he was... But yeah, I loved it because uh, uh, All Might's like he's like you. We literally just like left the exam. Yeah. And Bakugo's like, well, if we don't start now, when are we gonna start, yeah. my man? Let's he's like, do let's this. Go. Like now's the time. <laughs> I'm like, trying to blow yes. somebody up. And we don't see so, them two working together either. Him and Shoto ever, or that yeah, often like, at least. That was of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So having um, Shoto comes out and like freezes the waves, stops them, and then. He's um, like, ice isn't going to stop me. And then he's like, okay, have fire then. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, uh, so I thought, okay, another hilarious quirk. Uh, this guy's quirk was carbonation. Yeah, he said he controls carbonation. I don't yeah, really know what so that means. He, I thought he, he meant like, condensation. Things. <laughs> uh, so he's shooting fizzy water, I guess, essentially, at a very high pressurized rate. Um, Is that what the so, surf he was surfing on? Yeah, I think he was surfing on carbonation, mm. which is bubbles. That's weird. Um, yeah, it is weird because it just looks like water. Water. Uh, yeah. So, so he's weird. surfing on carbonate, and then he goes into a whole thing about like we've been planning this for weeks. Um, you know, like we mapped out all the patrols just so we could st- do this on this one night for a month, and like then <laughs> Shoto's like should have put that effort into getting a job. Yeah. <laughs> or no, I think Bakugo says that. Get a, no, he said like, get a real job. Sorry. Yeah. He was just like get yeah, a real then, job. Bakugo's like get a job. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it was just a funny interaction of watching them like get to do here stuff, and it's it it's one of those moments I felt as a a watcher reader you feel pride right because mm. you've watched them earn this oh yeah they've earned the right to do this yeah. so and then all their training like comes into to play of like you know saving people limiting damage mm. um you know apprehending the the suspects and so that all kind of comes into play and i i like that toshinori uh all might is just there spitting blood <laughs> chasing people around uh, <laughs> Hel- helpless holding trying to hold people back yeah Can he's just like that. freaking out 
um, trying to get people to safety. Uh, why, but everybody's like, oh my. <laughs> yeah, everybody's trying to get pictures of All Might. <laughs> and he's trying to, like, he's like, can you please? And then there's one scene where this woman is filming all of the action. Like, she's walking, she's not paying attention. She's walking towards the fight, but she's filming it. Mm -hmm. And Toshinori, uh, I'm calling him to it's easier to say that than All Night for some reason today. <laughs> but All Might runs after her, and he's like, ma'am. And then, like, uh, the carbonation guy, like, hits a light pole and it's about to it's fall, fall on her. And he, uh, All Might jumps on her, but Bakugo knocks the lamp before it hits either of them. And so All Might's like, Wait, can you please come hilarious. to safety? But Bakugo's like, Do you, can you commit suicide somewhere at a else. different place, please? Yeah. He's like, if you're going to commit suicide, do it somewhere else, please. <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, what's good with you, bro? <laughs> Bakugo like, is nuts. <laughs> I was like, he did not just say that. Like, the mentality, I'm like, his mental process is like, goes from this dumb bitty is about to kill to, herself. Yeah. And the part that comes out is like, if you want to commit He's like, wow. I'm going like, to save you and then stunned. just verbally, like, destroy you. <laughs> you. For, <laughs> so it doesn't happen again. Uh, so, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that scene because it was just like kind of these one-liners and then it's like shoto's show nobody really reacts to bakugo right like not yeah. a whole lot of people do anymore yeah, but like Deku does yeah Deku does the like <laughs> like soft uh, yeah. thing but like shoto's deadpan Stay. like he doesn't no even care reaction. shoto yeah, just looks like, through you his his deadpan lack I of response shoto. mixed with like bakugo's like just effortless anger unending rage yeah. is it's the perfect marriage it's like he just I, doesn't I, care he just doesn't care at all he's so used buddy, to it he just doesn't care <laughs> it's the buddy cop movie i, I didn't know i needed no yeah that, but that's shoto's not even team. just like that with bakugo right he's like everybody, that with everybody. he's the chillest like he's, strong he's character dead. ever yeah he's he so laid back i would think that would be um uh tokuyami yeah, yeah, yeah. As like no, the Toko Batman Yami guy. Is, no, no, no. Tokoyami is Batman. Batman's not chill. Yeah, chill. That's true. Batman doesn't have chill, right? He <laughs> yeah. has a mask. He has a face he puts on, but yeah. he does not actually have chill. Batman yeah. has no chill. That's um, crazy. The man. <laughs> look, I'm like the man has a death plan for every member of the Justice League. This he has true. no chill. That's no chill. Yeah, that's <laughs> psychopathic tendencies. That's Tokoyami because yeah. Tokoyami's got to keep Dark Shadow at bay. But yeah, Shoto literally has no pulse. <laughs> no, he's nonchalant. He's very nonchalant. We, we literally got to like clear yeah. my man back to life. Yeah, I love it though. No, he's awesome. you. He, yeah, no, you I and Shoto are one. Absolutely. Yes. And I, it's uh, it's weird because it it doesn't seem like that came out as much before. I guess because yes. he wasn't, maybe he wasn't interacting in the same, maybe he was quieter before. I feel like he talks a lot more now. He's more, like, open. Well, because I feel like a lot, we're, we're, in a, we're in a place in the story where, like, everybody's looking to him for reactions, right? Because yeah. of his dad, number one, and then this storyline in particular was about him not passing his hero license, so it was more about him yeah. in, as an individual. And then we got the moment where he sent his dad the text like, yo, you trying to train me in the fire or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I was yeah. Like, sorry. Yes. <laughs> I didn't think you would, you um, would ask. I, I just got to give, I got to, I got to give my hero props for, they're very good at like, after a series, like a arc of action, mm -hmm. um, 
they're very good at like having a slower episode and transitioning into another arc mm-hmm. without you being completely bored right um i think there was enough action like this whole second half of this episode was action yeah i um, thought it was solid and you learned and so enough, i'm like i think and that's and i'm saying this all to say that's why i can forgive them when we had that whole arc of boring because mm-hmm. i'm like they really don't have a pause or a stop or a break um right. they usually try to keep things rolling we um, got info about airy too more info about yeah like, how so her that's work works that's the next part i was gonna go into so we got a better explanation of uh monoma's like when he kept saying it's a blank yeah um we got a way better explanation of what it means and why he can't copy certain court mm-hmm. and i thought this was like a very good like well thought out explanation i thought it foreshadowed kind of. too i thought it foreshadowed something else about Ares power that we because we didn't know okay. up until this speculate I'm just saying we didn't know up until this moment that she was converting something into her power. They'd never said well, that before. Well, we did, we did though because we just never we didn't word it that way, right? Because we just said she's a battery. Yeah, and that's what a battery literally is stored energy. But what? But I think the thing, the question now though is, what is where is she getting it from? Where does it come from? Does she just yeah? Like, what is the energy? Like, you know what I mean? Like. I feel like I'm all of that is key literal, to it. I'm assuming it's literal, just literal raw energy. Mm, so like she it's just not absorbs energy, it passively. Yeah, I'm thinking it's not energy in the way of like um, fat gum. Like right. it's not kill, kilojoules energy. Yeah. I think it's like it's literal like energy in the way of um, like um, one for all energy. Like just mm. sheer power. That's true. Um. And so, yeah, it, I think it accrues in her over time, being that she's a little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was a good explanation. It was weird because it, was, it weird. was like, so I'm going to leave it as my understanding is that he cannot replicate those types of quirks because he can't hold the quirk long enough to do the accumulation part. Mm-hmm. Because he's only keeping the quirk for like 10 minutes. He called them stockpiling. He said stockpiling quirks yes. specifically. Yeah, he said stock spo- stockpiling quirks. Yeah, yep. like storing and releasing but, energy. Which I didn't know Deku's work like that either. Yeah. Like, because what's this? What's They never explained that stored energy either. Like, you just assume the quirk is just super strength. Yeah. Um, but I guess, the, I, well, I guess the storing in that, in that aspect is the collection of the different quirks of... It's like yes. all for one or one for all stores the quirks that it passes through. So I guess yeah. that's the so stockpile. We don't day. know because we don't know about all of the quirks yet. Right. So we don't know that one of them isn't super strength. That exactly, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah for sure. Or muscle, some type of muscle. But all for or one for all itself is not any of those sing it's one for all is the acute the one for all is the quirk that's storing the quirk exactly yeah yeah and yeah, that's it's what the he file can't cabinet, copy yeah. so to speak yeah <laughs> exactly um my quirk is a file i'm a file cabinet so for quirks i think what so monoma was basically saying he can copy the cabinet but not the quirks because yes he can't copy he what's copies, stored he can't copy the files inside that he can't see exactly yeah, he can only copy the <laughs> this, cabinet itself. This breakdown is insane. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, man. People tell me that cartoons rot your brain. Yeah. Get out of here. Brain exercise. People don't know how deep this stuff gets. Exactly. Um, But yeah, yeah. so we got, uh, so Ayazawa's, under, Ayazawa's intention was to have 
Monoma copy Aerie's quirk to have Train Monoma her. then use the quirk in front of Aerie to better help her control it. Right. Um, and but it doesn't work out. So yeah. um and, and 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 daddy, little daddy to uh <laughs> I forget his name. Miria. Yeah, little daddy Miria. Always around. Um is there trying to get his powers taking care back. of his, his daughter. <laughs> yeah, also trying to get his powers gotta back. Keep but her, like, gotta also, keep her good. I know, but like I had this moment of like, oh, because he was still seemed like he was more worried about her. No, he than is. He I'm just joking. That's him as yeah, a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just seemed like he was still more because I thought about his powers before I thought about. No, he doesn't him care about the powers. Daddy. Yeah, he he's just care. oh. He'll, he'll, be, little, he'll beat up mad villains hoodie. without him anyway. <laughs> still. <laughs> Uh, but good. yeah we also had like there was also a moment like that with uh like ayazawa and shinzo where mm-hmm. um was it mike or was it vlad was talking like asking ayazawa ayazawa saw some of shinzo in i think him. vlad i think it was okay. Vlad. yeah um i kind of forget you don't do you remember what he said here because i don't remember what he said who specifically i don't remember what ayazawa said in about shinzo oh in yeah. response uh yeah that i'm not positive because um, was he the one because what was the one where they were talking about uh, i can't remember they were talking there was something they were talking about during that section and i can't remember what it was was it about shinzo having the potential and aizawa be- believing in him or was that unrelated uh i want to say it had something to do with uh like the different tiers of kids so it mm. was like they were showing flashbacks of like Deku and shoto and um but yeah no i'll just i don't want to keep saying it because i don't remember but i'll okay. have to go back and see yeah. what if there, there was something if there was a string there but yeah yeah i think they were just i, I thought they were commenting on something about like power develop like developing right okay. how their powers were developing so i just can't remember what it was exactly okay but yeah, yeah overall, sure. I think it was a good transition episode. We'll see what's um, next, though. If the next episode is act, like actually filler. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Did they come? What was the preview? I can't remember because I feel like it was I something never, important. I never watch previews. I'm not going to lie. Oh, to you. you're the worst. <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch previews. Um, hold on. Let me think. Because I, I did watch it. Oh. I feel like it's right on the tip of my tongue. I feel like I'm going to remember as soon as we turn the mic off. <laughs> was it, it um... Nah, I'm not even going to try to guess. Was it Dobby? <laughs> League of Villains? Oh, oh, oh! Mountain Dude? Wait. No, 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 wait. It, it had something to do with everyone else who was finishing the provisional license. Um, everyone uh, else because they showed. Oh, um, they showed the wind dude with um. They showed the wind dude. They showed the, the form shifting girl that got kidnapped by they're, the other girl. They're the ones that got held back with um Deku yeah. and or not Deku with um Bakugo and Shoda. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't oh, yeah, know. The, I, I didn't even know the wind dude got held back. Like I was, you remember I was asking like where he was, and yeah, I didn't even know he was doing the having to take the extra classes or whatever too he got held back because he was he's op but he got in the dumb uh petty fight with with uh shoto and bakugo oh Um, okay so he got caught up in their petty fight and then the the orchid teacher was like you you might be powerful but you you don't know anything right okay and so that's why you held him back got you 
That's my guy. So I can't wait to come see them. I can't wait to see them again. Yeah, for sure. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll catch up on that next week though, because I just don't remember exactly what the preview was. But I don't think it's filler. I don't okay. think it's filler. That's good. Yeah. Because we got a lot of episodes left. Yeah. This this season. But uh, if you don't have anything else to add, I think that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Yeah, I don't have anything else. Guys, we have one more episode, and then it's the 100th episode. 100. We are doing our best to stick to that timeline. We will be live on June 27th, recording the episode. June Tiz will be putting out the information oh, on the, the socials t- tweet that. Uh, when we have that information. So just keep your eye out for that information. But we're telling you it's June 27th at 1 p.m. Yeah, I assume it'll be 1. And June 27th Sunday. at 1 p.m. So we're just sharing that uh, in the hopes that those that can join us in the live in a live stream, please join us. We'd love yeah. to see you in the chat. We'd love to like actively say the things that you're saying on the oh, microphone yeah. and hear your feedback to our idiocy. Yeah. Um, but that all being said, uh, remember, uh, if you enjoyed the show, you don't enjoy the show, you can give us feedback. You can tweet at us at srclash underscore pod. You can email at us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. Do it. Um, you can always give us feedback, whether it's on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, or CastBox. You can rate us because we need it to live. We need to understand, Thrive to grow, We're feedback to better vampires. ourselves. Um, and yeah, uh, outside of that, um, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to be doing in the next week because uh, some stuff's happening. So I'll, I'll fill you guys in on that next week. <laughs> That's all I can say right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be doing my usual. Watching, uh, I'm going to probably start one of these, one of these uh, backlog anime, a new backlog anime, or one, maybe a newer, newer one. Uh, we'll see. And then I'll play some more PSO2 probably, play some more Destiny. Um, are there any new games that came out recently? I don't think so. I don't know why you're not playing Returnal just for the sheer fact that I can't play it. Because it's $70. It's $70? Yes. It looks like it's a really big game, though. Yeah. It, I mean, don't get me wrong. It looks beautiful. Like, it's so flashy and, like, the colors and the particles. The particles are crazy. Um, but 70 just hurts my soul. You're like, just waiting for it to be on sale. I'm not in you. that mindset yet <laughs> where I'm just dumping 70. Demon Souls was the only one. But besides that, I'm not in that mindset yet. Yeah. Of seventy dollar games, but yeah. Alright guys, so mm, we'll see you next week. We shall. Peace out, y'all. Hey, you let the whole thing run? Let's go. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to stop recording somewhere in that plane. Oh yeah, true. <laughs>